heart, everybody. Hand to heart. Episode 275 of the PlayStation Nation Podcast. That's right. We're uh, releasing this on the 4th of July, known uh, very well in the United States as Independence Day, 4th of July. Uh, very big holiday around here where we uh, light a bunch of explosives and throw them at each other while we're extremely drunk. So uh, definitely in the spirit of when we yeah. threw all that tea in the harbor. So Yeah, you know, as Americans, our, our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country on Earth. <laughs> Except so. for Australia. Oh, wait, you said decent. <laughs> I keyed, so I go. keyed. So there we go, yeah. Uh, so recording this the day before July 4th, and uh, Josh and I both have off work as uh, as expected. So, yeah, we're going to be shooting bottle rockets at little kids, maybe a Roman candle at a gas truck. You never know what's going to happen. Should be pretty interesting, though. Uh, so this week, uh, one new release, a bunch of news items. Holy crap, a lot of news came out after we released last week, because, you know, we released on like two days early uh what we're gonna do an extended what we're playing uh because we've got a couple games that we've played enough to talk about but not to review yet and also i'm not even doing the review for the game i'm talking about uh a couple of news items or i mean i'm sorry a couple of emails and we'll get the hell out of here so yep i'm already drinking Woo! july 4th yeah anyway so, <laughs> so what's that new release next week that gamestop didn't even have in their new releases list and we had to find it elsewhere <laughs> Because why should they even bother? Everybody already pre-ordered it like six months ago, right? Well, that's probably true. It's NCAA Football 13. Hey, all right. Uh, Yay. Well, uh, I heard that you, you can should... have the Heisman players on different teams this year, so you can have Desmond Howard on Ohio State. Wow. I don't know if you've seen and, that commercial. But it's got a hat, right? <laughs> And it's got a new hat. I want it, I want it, I want it. Yes. Uh, you should, if you're going to get it, if you're a sucker <laughs> and you're going to get it, get it from Amazon.com because they're selling it for forty four ninety nine. I think GameStop is too. Well, all right. But still get it from Amazon because GameStop sucks. Yeah. Yes. Are they really doing it? Is I'm everybody pretty, selling it for I'm pretty sure all of them are, yeah. I think it's EA finally admitting that, hey, uh, we really don't do too much, and maybe we shouldn't take all your money. Wait, that can't they be true. They weren't supposed to. This yeah. is supposed to be full price. Amazon said they were said they were doing it uh, just to do it, because they know nobody's buying oh, it anymore. Oh, you're right. Fifty nine ninety nine at, at uh, GameSchlock. But Say? this is with a yeah. bonus. Oh, a uh, bonus. Heisman Challenge 3-player pack. Wow. Huh? That's worth the extra 15 bucks. 
Well, you want that because you can put them on any team, right? You can do that in any part of the game, so you don't have to have their bonus pack for that. Oh. Well, yeah, you know I, don't, I don't know Speaking if you've seen it, but the commercials for the game are, are, you know, they're putting the PlayStation thing before and after it. Huh. So, yeah. Oh, well, then everybody should go out and buy it. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, speaking of... Big, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of big bonus things, remember the uh, the Madden Gold Crazy Special Edition, With whatever the it was last year? With the player cards that we argued about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I still saw like a handful of those at a GameStop when I was in one last week. <laughs> you were in a GameStop? Were you asking for directions or something? I actually went in there because... They had the one of the charger cables for the Vita that I needed, <laughs> and they were the only store nearby. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I went in there. But I saw, I walked around, I was looking at all the stuff on the walls, and I saw brand new. They weren't used; they were still brand new. These limited, ultra, ultra limited edition. Remember, there yeah, were yeah. only ten thousand of them, yeah, or something, only, whatever yeah, it was. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's still new ones floating around out there. I actually saw a couple yeah. of those at Walmart a couple weeks ago, too. Yep, so remember, rush out and get them. Yep, pre-order six months in advance. Just in case. For a printed <laughs> signature of a football player. There's no way. No way. <sighs> Saying. So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. Some good NHL 13 stuff happening, though, if you... Like Amazon was doing a pre-order for that for forty-five. Yeah, comes out like October second, yeah. I think. They're doing that. They seem to be doing that with all the sports games now because, well, it's Cause, for a lot because of them. There's no the resale value. <laughs> yeah, and there's no resale value. So why not just get it out there? Yeah. Um. But well, yeah, I I don't know. I'm not interested. And I I have the last couple of versions of NCAA football. I see almost no difference between any of them. I thought the last one was pretty good, but there were still a lot of problems. Yeah, I mean there were there were definitely it was a better game than the year before, but there were still a lot of the nagging problems that they've had for years. Kind of like Madden when you hike the ball and it and it pauses. Ah, uh. <laughs> yeah. That's criminal. Yeah. It really is. Well, we'll see. Maybe sometime soon. You know, they have that new physics engine in in Madden now, so the players actually bounce (sighs) off of each other and sort of, like, pass through and stuff. So they're finally following the innovation of the NHL team that's actually innovating and doing stuff. They're finally using the innovations that they had in Game Day 97. Yeah. Yeah. Because all I remember is not passing through anybody in that game. You know, on the PlayStation 1? <laughs> See, and th- that's the thing that bothers me. Like, um, 2K pretty much gave up on the NHL 2K series at this point. Yeah. Uh, so EA has is pretty much unchallenged for the NHL franchise, but they still manage to do something different and a little bit bigger every year, you know? Yeah. Uh, Madden... Oh, now you can hear them in your headset. It's just like you're on the field and they're calling plays for you. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what next <laughs> year is going to be on the on the PS3? You're going to be able to call the plays in the Vita and stuff like that, I guarantee you. 
Oh, probably. Yeah. And that'll be really simple to do when you're on the uh, clock. Yeah. And when you're, you're holding a, a controller that you have to put down to yeah. grab the Vita and pl- call the play, then put that down and grab the, grab the controller. And, yeah. Except they're going to make a special yeah. bracket so that you can put the Vita on your controller. <laughs> and then That's, if you drop it, you're screwed. There won't be too many delay of games there or anything like that. Well, they'll just make the clock go slower if they notice that you're using the Vita. Man, why aren't why aren't I a sports game designer? I could do this in an instant. They'll pause the whole thing. the The play clock pauses while you choose your play on the Vita. Because <laughs> you're like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Innovation, people. It's it's where it's at. Fantastic. <laughs> so, how about oh, yeah. uh, we talk about some innovation and some fantastic stuff? Uh, this first item, Sony buying clouds. Well, but it's <laughs> funny because this was the big word at E3, and I actually about three weeks before this, I tried to get an appointment set up with these guys uh, at E3 because that rumor was floating around. I call, I told Chris point point blank. I said, "Yeah, I've seen Gaikai run, you know, and it's pretty cool and everything. I don't care about all that, but if that announcement happens at the press conference, I want to have my appointment already set up, you know, because there's going to be a mad rush if it happens." So I kept trying to set it up and set it up, and I mean, my week was just jam-packed already, and and I could just never get a time right. So I didn't get the appointment with these guys, but uh, it was announced, man, like, I got the email at 1 in the morning when this happened. Uh, so obviously I didn't see it until I woke up. Uh, but Sony, uh, actually, SCE, or else Martin's going to go all flip out on me again. No, it's not Sony. <laughs> it's not bloody Sony, man. It's SCE. <laughs> all of a sudden I've turned Martin into Vinnie Jones. Uh, for $380 million, bought uh, the, the cloud streaming uh, service Gaikai, which is actually headed by Dave Perry of, I mean, he's done a lot of things, you know, the, that, that, what was it, the Matrix MMO, but also, I know him from Earthworm Jim and Shiny Entertainment yeah. after that, and MDK, and very nice guy, very bright guy, I actually met him way back in the day at CES when he was showing off Earthworm Jim, super nice guy then, and, and uh, continues to be so, so... This is kind of like uh, the OnLive thing, but instead of having to have a little uh, device, Gaikai was doing a lot of things in terms of embedding. So they've actually got a little page over on Facebook that you can play some time demos off of. It's all off the web page. Uh, you can also go to Gaikai's website. There are time demos up there as well, and if you have a controller hooked up to your PC anyway, you can use the controller, and, and it works pretty similar to OnLive. Um, but like I said, you don't have to have a little receiver to do it. You can just use a PC. Uh, Samsung was talking about embedding the Gaikai stuff into their TV directly, all that kind of thing. So they were uh, looking into that. So not really a lot of details. I actually emailed two different people that morning uh, that I had names for for this, and they were basically saying we're not going to comment any more than what's on the press release. Because uh, basically I tried to get Dave Perry on the show this week to talk about it, but uh, basically you know, they're not allowing anybody to talk about anything yet. I'm sure there's plans that they're not going to reveal for at least like a year or two, but there's a lot of speculation going on. Uh, yeah, a lot of ridiculous speculation. <laughs> well, some of the stuff sounds cool. You know, one of the one of the, I think, one of the better ideas is basically making a lot more PS1 and PS2 games available, so they don't have to write a wrapper for every one of them. They can just put them up on the streaming service and have it that way. Uh, there's well, some stuff about that- the Vita. Oh wait, that one right there. That's it's a neat idea. Yeah. But my problem is I have a massive library of PS2 games sitting here. I want to be able to put them in I agree. my device and play them. I totally agree. 
I don't want to, you know, that's great. And you know what? If they do that, if they if they do something like that, and maybe it's part of your PlayStation Plus subscription that you get to play X number of games or you get to, you know, whatever. Right. That would be nice. But if you're going to make me pay for them all over again. I, I bought a bunch of PS1 download titles. I bought a couple PS2 that I don't have. Sure. Uh, I bought some of the PS1s that I do have just so I could play them on, on the PSP. Right. You know, and, eventually. And the PS3. I mean, well, the PSP I could. Yeah, you but know, the PS2 I could. eventually, can. yeah. yeah. Well, PS2 I can't. But PS2, I was only buying ones that I never had, and I thought, ooh, that looks kind of cool. You know, maybe yeah. I'll get that. Yeah. But, like, I don't like the idea that this is their way around backward. Well, we don't need to put backward compatibility in the machine because we'll just do this. Well, well but at the same time, if they, did it, my if they did it like a, net, a Netflix service, you're paying maybe, or even part of PlayStation Plus. How about yeah, they make a part of PlayStation Plus and, yeah, then you have like a Netflix for, for these games. Yeah. That's not a if bad thing. If it's part of PlayStation Plus, that's fine, you know, but don't don't make me pay for all the stuff I already own here again. I agree. You know? I agree. Uh, what were some of the other ideas you heard? I'm wondering what you've heard and what I've heard. Um, <laughs> Obviously, people well, saying this is going to be the PS4. Yeah, which exactly, is which is insane. It's not going to happen because if you think about it, how much, what did they say? 85%, 80% of PS. Okay. 80% of PS threes are connected. How many PS threes are out there right now? Well, 50 million. Yeah. I don't remember anymore. 60 million. Okay. Well, just, all right. Say it's 60 million. Okay. And 80%. So 20%. So what? That's like 127 million people that, are not going to be online. Well, but that's, that's not the, the only thing you have to think about though. And this is my main concern with, with cloud gaming is there are also a lot of those PS threes connected up that might be through a router that's running a modem. There could be people that mm-hmm. have a very basic internet connection and I've played on live before and I played a couple of the demos on Gaikai before I have a really good internet connection though. But if I go to my parents who have a PS three connected up, and I try to play those that stuff at my parents' house on the Time Warner basic internet cable package, it would run like shit. It would yeah. absolutely run like shit. Yeah. So, again, this is kind of that mentality because, like, there are a lot of places in Europe and especially a lot of places in Japan that have very, very, very high-speed internet that this all makes sense. But when you come to the U.S. and how spread out the U.S. is, and all these writers are living in big cities with a lot of bandwidth, they're not thinking about a very major yeah. portion of the of the public in the United States, and that is people out in the middle of nowhere like me, where I have a good internet connection, but I know a lot of people right around this area that have terrible internet, that have PS3s. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. That's why uh, a purely cloud gaming system or a, a purely download-only system with no physical media, that's not going to happen in the next generation. It may or may not even happen in the generation after that. Yeah. Because you have too many people out there that just don't have the bandwidth available to them. Now, mine just got up today, and good for me, but, you know, <laughs> I'm in the minority. I'm very much in the minority, and I know that. Uh I, people tend to forget that, you know, and it's, it just won't work for everybody. And Sony and Microsoft and I don't know about Nintendo, but Sony and Microsoft, they're not (laughs) going to alienate a huge portion of their customer base. The other massive problem with this going to like 
something entirely on the cloud or download only system or something like that. What happens when you have a storm and your internet goes down, you can't play games or what happens when the PSN gets hacked exactly. and then you can't play any games at all for three months. You can't use the you console know? at all for, yeah, exactly. It, it's insane. You cannot have something like that. It just won't work. It just won't. I agree. So, you know, this this will be a nice little addition, and they'll be able to do some cool stuff with it. And I'm sure they've been thinking about this for a while now uh, because they've been looking at OnLive and Gaikai, and there's a third out there. Uh, uh, I don't even which know is probably going to be the... If anything, they're going to be the one that's snapped up by Nintendo because I'm Microsoft. sure Microsoft is all over OnLive right now. Yeah. Well, and, and um, some people actually speculate that that's why Sony grabbed up Gaikai. To block yeah. the other companies from it as well, but I'm sure they have plans on it. I mean, th- this has been floating around yeah. for a long time, and a lot of people are tweeting like, "Oh, why didn't they announce it at E3?" Well, they probably didn't have the deal done yet. Stuff like this takes time. It's not like somebody snaps their fingers. All right, we're gonna buy them. Yep, we're done. In the corporate world, you got to go through all kinds of bullshit to get the same kind of thing done. Yeah, now, the one place I could see where it could actually make sense, uh, they've been trying to do. You know, they, they've got their Xperia phone, and they've been trying to do the PlayStation Suite stuff, and they've been yeah. trying to get all that stuff going. Just get these games on multiple devices. Well, anything... Apparently, this this runs through browser-based technology, essentially, right? Yeah. From what I understand. So, pretty much every smartphone and tablet has a browser on it. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> that's, a, that's an easy way to get all your Sony... Uh, branded games directly to any device. Yep, I agree. With the browser. So there's one potentially huge application for them that they can now use it. You know, not necessarily as a PS3, a Vita, or a PS4 type thing, but as a way to get their content onto all these other devices that are out there yeah. in the world. Well, I mean, but look at so. some other possibilities. Uh, how about a Gaikai client on the PS3 that you can play some PS- PC games on it? That'd be nice. You know, there there are some really interesting possibilities uh, to bring this over, and, and it's exciting stuff. Because honestly, I liked Gaikai's strategy over uh, OnLive's. Anyway, OnLive obviously is way far ahead of Gaikai in terms of where they're at and what's available in the market right now. Because you can't even buy a game on Gaikai yet. But I always thought that the way that they were setting up their cloud service, especially in the back end and everything else, was a much better idea. The problem was a lot of people were kind of they were kind of wondering about the whole cloud gaming service in general, but uh, Gaikai, because they didn't have anything available yet, and you can, you've been able to buy OnLive, I think, for like two years now. So, yeah. But Gaikai had a really interesting Something idea like for a while where, like, we on PS Nation on our website, they could pay us to put their, their like, little browser thing right on our front page on the right side. They would pay us for that, and you hit that, and that's the portal right into Gaikai from our website. So it was pretty interesting stuff how they were doing it and how they were going to kind of spread the word. And, and that was to just have the, you know, the website advertising that you would click on the thing and you were right in the interface right there. It didn't just take you to the page. You were in it. So hmm. it's cool stuff. And, and I mean, I'll be honest, pretty much anything Dave Perry does, I'm in for at least a couple of weeks because the guy is incredibly bright and he always innovates and, and, not every time does it work perfectly, but he's got a pretty damn good track record. So, uh, I don't know. I, I'm really interested. I mean, there there might be some cool stuff for the Vita there. 
you know, there there might be some stuff for, like we said, some of the, the older well, titles, or even maybe working with Sega or somebody else to maybe bring some Saturn games that way. But at the same time, at, at that point, why don't you just get the like the Turbo Graphics releases and everything else just normal? You know, why do you need yeah. to stream them? Well, the uh, with the Vitas browser, I don't know that we're going to get much out of that. But, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they could do a custom client because look at the YouTube yeah. client that just came out. That thing's yeah, awesome on the Vita. Uh, the other thing is, uh, here's your uh, conspiracy theory of the day: <laughs> is that this is what part of what that uh, firmware update was that updated the browser recently? Ooh. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it, I mean, it, it wouldn't be browser based though. It, I know. Yeah, on a um, console they would have a regular app like we have everything else. Uh, oh crap! I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> like that one. We're upgrading the browser, but we're not telling you why. <laughs> Oh, I had something good to say. What was it? Yeah, sure you did. Uh No, I really did. I swear I did. No, no, really. It was very, very funny. It was, no, it wasn't funny. It was brilliant. And now it's lost to the ages. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But exciting news nonetheless. I mean, it's it's really fun. And and I'm going to stay on Sony as much as I can. I don't know when they're going to even talk. It could be a year, honestly. Uh, But... I'm going to keep on him a little bit and see if we can maybe get Dave Perry or somebody from uh, the SCE side to come on and talk to us when they're ready to talk. But I don't think it's going to be for a while, honestly. I think they probably have some kind of high-level plans ready to go, but I don't think they have anything, they're going to have anything usable probably till next year D3, honestly. That's just my oh, thoughts. I know what it is. Uh-oh. All right, everybody, sit back. All right. Strap in. Josh has something brilliant to say. Here it is. You're talking about the, you know, Saturn games and things like that and the PC Engine games and all. Yeah. Well, we run into the exact same problem that we've been running into with these PS1 titles, these PS2 titles, even digitizing the PSP titles. Licensing. Is the licensing. Yeah. Who owns the licensing? And this is a completely different medium now. Now you're streaming it. You're doing something different that was not part of the original license agreement. Yep. And you have to go back and you have to get lawyers and you have to get paper signed and you have to get this and you have to get uh, don't expect everything to come out of the back catalog just like that damn lawyers thank you i am done actually i said that same thing today but fuck you. okay I'll, I'll let you have your your little fun <laughs> and where did you say that at work i don't know i think i said did i say it on face i don't know i typed it somewhere yeah on facebook i would never would have seen yeah it. You, you would know never that. know no we know that <laughs> we know that. so thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh oh and also uh I, I tweeted this today but uh chris kohler over at wired.com uh go to wired.com slash game life uh he runs their gaming blog over there and he uh had a pretty interesting article kind of with the same mindset that josh and i had here about the possibilities and kind of the pitfalls of what could happen with the streaming service so check it out it's really really well written i uh, read that today at lunch and enjoyed it quite a bit so check that out all right next ooh, one ooh. Late-breaking news. Don't Uh-oh. forget about this, because we Atlas. knew about this, but we didn't put it down. Uh, okay. The Atlas half-off just about everything for just about a month. Yep, I actually have that sitting on my screen right now. <laughs> yes. We'll go over that. I mean, this is huge. It's basically half-off just about everything that uh, Atlas makes for the Vita and the PS3, essentially, and the PSP. Yep. I mean, and it's crazy. So Catherine is 20 bucks. Yep. Trine 2 is 750 Rock of Ages is 5 bucks, Which is a fun game. 
Yep. The complete PSP Persona collection is on sale. Jeez. Ten bucks for Persona, fifteen for Persona Two, ten bucks for Persona Three Portable. Dude. Wow. I just pretty much every game they have out there is all on sale. And yeah. they're cheap. They're all half off. Agreed. Get them, get them now. Yeah. Yeah, let's make some great stuff. I Obviously, not a lot of them my speed, but they still make some good stuff. I can still say that they're good, even though I don't like to play them. Curse Crusade, only 15 bucks. Well, Jason's <laughs> got a review written on the website for that one. You might want to check that out first. Yeah, before you spend your 15 bucks. It could be worth 15 though. It could. Maybe. So how about this next news item? The fuck, Capcom. Uh, oh yeah. The fuck? Yeah. The, the fuck is this? <laughs> so, uh, what the Capcom. fuck is this? Is Nintendo backing up a dump truck of money? <laughs> Probably. I There's my it. conspiracy theory. Second yeah. conspiracy theory of the day. <laughs> may have to re- may, that may have to be the title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theories. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah, so this next one, uh, there was, I think there was a, like, a big press conference in Japan or something, wasn't there? But... Uh, according to Famitsu, Monster Hunter 4 is on its way, but unfortunately, not coming to the Vita, it's going exclusively to the 3DS. And all I hear is dollar signs, or I'm sorry, yen signs, or yen. What what kind of uh, sound does yen make? Um, is, it like, is it like Kodo music or something? I don't know. Man, just racial as hell today. Already told England to suck it. Now we're making fun of Japan. Hey, you're making fun of Japan. I'm staying away from that one. You were saying stuff too. No, I was. I was making a cacaw sound. Well, in, but in Japan, that could be like a really bad thing. That could be like flipping yes. somebody's mom off. Yes, in Japan, that means touch my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to touch my penis? Oh boy! If that's that Borat, the- I'm kicking your ass. No, that's not Borat. That's the foreign exchange student in Can't Hardly Wait. Now there's a poll. <laughs> wow. Can't Hardly Wait. Here's my review. I could have waited. <laughs> hey, come on. It had Ethan Embry fresh off his uh, triumph in That Thing You Do as TB player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, apparently... We're not getting on the Vita, so a big <laughs> fuck you to Capcom. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be anyway. more upset if I cared about Monster Hunter. I'm sorry. It's a big franchise, man. I know. I know. Yeah. And it's what sold a billion PSPs in Japan when yeah. Monster Hunter came out over there. Yep. I'm aware of that, but uh, not for me. Yeah, me neither. I played the demo and I wasn't that thrilled. Yeah. This next one, though. Mm-hmm. This one's for me. This, I can't wait. I am definitely going to get this. It is the Journey Collector's Edition, a physical disc-based edition of Journey, and it's a North American exclusive. Ha! Suck it, England. (laughs) Yeah! We're back to that one. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest of the world. (laughs) That's what we get on 4th of July. But not only are we getting Journey, we're getting Flow and Flower all on the disc. And not only are we getting that, but, but there's we're also more. getting commentaries and other junk. <laughs> you know, commentaries and junk and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, they do say pretty though, freaking awesome. That if you're interested or you want this over in Europe, to bug the Twitter account uh, at PlayStation EU, uh, which is the PlayStation blog uh, Twitter guys over there, and uh, they will they will pass along your sentiments. So if you would like this over in Europe, that's probably the best way to go. So you better bug them, people. Yeah, because this is. This is going to be a good package. Uh, all three games are great. I've, I've got all three of them. Journey is outstanding. <laughs> oh, you uh, played it? <laughs> <laughs> but the the bonus stuff that they're packing in with it, we don't have it. Of course, we don't have it here on our website. Why would we have that information here I, on our website? We, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the, the stuff that it comes with. Eh, wait a minute. That link just go. Oh, here wait it is. Yes, minute. we had it. We had it in a different uh, different article. That's the problem. And let me, let me tangent here a little bit because it was really funny. At E3, they showed a Journey Collector's Edition on the sizzle reel. Yeah. But if you asked anybody about it, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. And we're like, it was on the sizzle reel. It was right there in front of us. Just like the ESPN app thing that I'm still waiting for an answer for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, I emailed him, but he's over in Japan. But... It was on there, and we kept asking the PR person for it, and, and oh, no comment, no comment. And we're like, it was on the sizzle reel. And then I ran into uh, somebody from that game company there, and they just kind of hummed and hawed, yeah, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's just so, uh, yeah, eh, poorly, poorly executed. But yeah. here's what we get this is the good stuff 30 minute behind the scenes documentary about the making of Journey. Ooh. Awesome. Creator commentary playthroughs of all three games. Wow. Awesome. Three exclusive mini-games from that game company. Awesome. And those were done in that uh, 24-hour game challenge thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those were the three games they made over the three uh, years that they were there doing that, I think. Uh, Concept art, screenshot galleries for all three games. The original soundtracks for all three games... Which the journey one alone is worth it. Oh my gosh! Agreed. And flower, yeah, the flower soundtrack. I love that soundtrack. Agreed. Uh, PS3 dynamic three themes and wallpapers. PSN avatars, which I know everybody is dying for, including eight exclusive new journey avatars never released before. The official game trailers and developer diary videos that mm-hmm. I like, and reversible cover art. Well, I love that, that Sony's been doing that lately. The reversible yeah. cover art, like Resistance 3, and that's just so cool. That doesn't sell you. I don't know what will. And this uh, is uh, a set of be. Ginsu steak knives? Uh, are those ones that cut through a tin can? A tin can, and then they can lightly slice a tomato still. Yes. Huh? How about that? Those are the best. I agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that guy I'm just died, by the way, this. the Ginsu knife guy. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. But he did, it uh, wasn't from a stab wound, surprisingly. Is Ron Popeil still around? He's still around, yeah. Uh, jerk. With the uh, Mr. Microphone. Hey, good looking. I'll come by and pick you up later. <laughs> and uh, what's his face? The other guy, the chop slap guy, his, he's oh, still in jail? No, that's the funny part about it. He's selling something <laughs> new now. I don't remember what it is, but they actually have a shot of him like he's uh, getting his mug shot taken. Nice. Yeah. Vince, There's no shame in this country. Vince, as a tool. <laughs> no shame in this country whatsoever. None. See what you did to us, England? Damn you, England. <laughs> you, you messed us up so much psychologically. 
This is this is what your children are, England. No are taxation without representation, damn it. Are you proud of what your children have become? Huh? It's, it's all, all your, your fault. fault the way we <laughs> <laughs> Driving on the wrong side of the street. Pshaw. Oh man. Silly, silly Brits. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you and your jacked up teeth. All right. Uh, this was kind of a surprise. A couple weeks ago, we talked about Seth Killian leaving Capcom. Uh, he was at Capcom for six years, pretty much the gaming guru over there for fighting games. And uh, we found out where he went. He actually went over to Sony Santa Monica Studios as the lead creative designer, I believe. Uh, and obviously, he's over there initially to work on uh, All-Stars Battle Royale, uh, which... You know, we talked about at length with the guys at E3, and and we heard about the kind of the deep fighting system they're putting into it, and and trying to make sure that it's not just some Smash Brothers clone. Uh, I'll tell you, Seth Killian getting involved—that is pretty damn huge. That's that's a huge, huge thing. So very cool. I'm happy to see that. He's in the family that we're not a part of. Yay! Yay! So, yeah, really cool. He works yes. with uh, the external uh, portion of it, so like Queasy Games, um, that game company, Superbot, obviously, um, FunBits Interactive, where some of the ex uh, uh, Princess people that did Escape Plan. So, uh, very cool, and, and I think he, we know we all know who he's working with. Our, our good friend, uh, uh, I was going to say somebody else's name, uh, Deb Mars, who's been on the show before. Uh, oh, I, Deb. Yeah, he should, that's, his, that's her group, the external group over there, so that's who he's working with. I'm putting two and two together. Nobody told me that, but I'm almost positive. <laughs> and oh, actually, I talked to Deb at E3, and we're definitely going to have her and Matt on the show again soon. So we we oh, got to cool. do 90s songs this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, I think we should go back to 70s songs instead. Yeah, but you know what? I really didn't have a radio in the house until I was a little bit older, so I'm not great with 70s uh. songs. See if it's ninety songs, I'm going to be stuck in grunge when you guys are all over the pop stuff. Yeah, you know, because I couldn't get enough of Hootie the Blowfish. <laughs> Only want to be with you. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got yeah. a Hootie story, but I'm not going to tell it here. Oh boy! <laughs> I found out why they call him the Blowfish. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Speaking of Blowfish, there's oh! new games coming to the PlayStation Plus Instant Game Collection. Indeed. Uh, by the time you've heard this episode, they'll be available. Yes. Now, one of the free games... Actually, I'll, I'll mention all three of the new free games. <sighs> Gotham City Imposters. Yeah. Stinker! It's funny uh, because uh, um, Bitmob... Or not Bitmob. Um, Giant Bomb gave it a really good review. And I played the beta and it yeah, sucked. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe it's gotten better. Maybe it got better since it's the free beta. now. You can yeah. check it out, I guess. Well, yeah. Uh, but the other two, Renegade Ops. Awesome game. Fucking awesome. We played it and online. Pac- we loved it. Yes. And Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Fucking awesome. You've you played that game before, right? Just yeah. a couple times. But I mean, we need to go back a step. Renegade Ops, you and I played online. Folks, Josh Lankford played and had a good time online with this game. It's true. Online. Kind of, I mean, that's an endorsement right there. It is a great game, though. It is fantastic. It is. It's so much fun playing four-player. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a blast that night. Very, very fun. Yeah, so I mean, it, I was 
I honestly, I mean, I think this is great, but for me, I'm like, well, it's two games I own already and one that I didn't like the beta at all. So like you said, I'll try it out. And yeah. That's Gotham exactly City where Monsters I am. And, yeah. I'm like, I've got those two and I'm not really interested in Gotham City Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll probably download it cause it's free. A uh, ton of games on sale this week too, uh, or the next couple of weeks. Shadow of the Colossus kills on three multiplayer are basically 50% off for PlayStation Plus members. I think they're like 30% off for everybody else. I'm not sure. Don't uh, hold me to that. Uh, obviously, next week, Rainbow Moon coming out. We'll be talking about that in a little bit because uh, I have it right here. Uh, they are 30% off for everybody okay, else. Okay, okay, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on uh, for the Plus members this week, though, and, and pretty cool. I mean, those two games alone, Pac-Man Championship, and Championship Edition DX, longest name in the fucking world, and uh, Renegade <laughs> Ops are... Incredible games worth having. So if you don't have, if you haven't bought them yet, be feel very lucky that you have these because they are ex- exceptional. And actually, Renegade Ops is a great single player too. It's just harder. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, very awesome, cool. Awesome. So uh, we've got a pretty long what we're playing, and we don't have any reviews this week. So why don't we take our break now? When we come back. I think we're going to go pretty long after the break. <laughs> Because we have a lot to talk about. Okay. Yeah. So let's do that because I need All a beverage right. anyway. Alright. It's like a okay. hundred million degrees up here and I'm just drinking iced tea like it's going out of style. Yeah. It could be the vodka that's in there. I'm not sure. I'm kidding. Yeah. There's no iced tea in there. Uh. <laughs> Alright, folks. We'll be right back. Uh, stick with us. we've played and obviously what we've watched because that's what we do we're glenn and josh we're here to talk movies and games or games and movies and maybe some porn not too much porn though (laughs) so uh josh why don't you start us off well play luminous (laughs) (laughs) oh you played that oh finally huh yeah, Excellent. no, you know, uh, the thing is, I'm finding that right now, uh, it's just easier for me to play Vita games. Uh, sure. I just get to play them more often because I'm laying around in bed, waiting for the kid to wake up, <coughs> demand <laughs> something to eat. So I demand boob. 
<laughs> so I'll just kick back and play some Vita. Nice. Uh, so Luminous, uh, I, I jump back into MLB 12, because uh, I haven't played that in a while. Yeah. And I really wanted to uh, play some more of it. So, you know, my my career guy is going along. My right fielder for the double-A team for Colorado. And boom, I got traded to the Twins. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. I didn't expect that. For, for some relief pitcher. And a used bag of balls or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> a couple of crumpled comic books, a yeah. used Kleenex, a <laughs> box of batting practice balls, and of course the jelly beans that taste like earwax. Yeah, it was it was pretty messed up, but uh, I'm I'm trying to make a mark on my new team there. So there you go. It's it's kind of cool. It's kind of neat. Because I wasn't too thrilled about Colorado, you know. I don't know that I'm too thrilled about the Twins, but hey, yeah, it's a change of scenery. And well, at least you're up in Minnesota then. Eh, well, no, I'm down in like somewhere in the oh, Southwest yeah. because yeah, I'm you... in the Double A team. <laughs> oh, I should know what that team is because I played for them too. I don't remember anymore though. Yeah. What's that? Like the Red Foxes? I don't know. It's something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so actually, I, I did a lot in that. Because, hey, I got time. <laughs> and I've been playing pure chess, which I heard you guys making fun of when it was coming out. <laughs> we had a couple people just blast us. Oh, what do you mean? How do you yeah. not like the email thing? We're like, I'm, we were kidding, dude. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke, son. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, actually. It's really, you know, it can be challenging depending on what you set the, the AI at. But, you know, what can you say? It's chess. Sure. <laughs> and there's not a whole lot to say there. But it's a beautiful chess game. I'll say that much for it. Um, I have, oddly enough, been playing a lot of Spec Ops of the Line. Still. Well, you playing it through, through it again or are you playing multiplayer? Yeah, well, I wanted to play through it again just to you know, try the other way in all these sure. scenarios. Sure. And I've pretty much gotten there, but I'm at the point where I stopped and I thought, what else is there to do in this game? You know, besides multiplayer. <clears throat> and I looked at the trophies. Mm-hmm. If I complete the game again, uh, on suicide difficulty, which I'm playing now, Right. Uh, I had already started Suicide Difficulty, which which is the almost the top hardest. If you beat that, then you unlock Fubar Difficulty, uh, and if I beat that, I I have a platinum. <laughs> wow! So uh, that got me thinking because I don't know that I'm actually going to go through it another two times. <laughs> And this is going to be another one of those games. I, I started to think about it. I have like five or six games where I am one trophy or two, two simple trophies away from a platinum. And I just never did them for mm. whatever reason. Uh, like God of War, all I need to do is do the speed run. Right. So You've talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, Infamous 2, all I need to do is start on evil and play all the way through to the end on evil. <laughs> Uh, somebody set this thing to evil. Yes, which apparently I, I 
did that, but um, I, I switched it. Or no, start on whatever difficulty, but I switched it like maybe a minute after you're allowed to switch it. And at that point, it didn't count. But I played all the way through to the end and nothing happened. I was like, all right, I'm done with that. <laughs> um, the original Infamous, I've got like one or two trophies to get that platinum. There, mm. there's, I've like literally five or six games that I could get a platinum in if I really wanted to. And I'm trying to decide whether I really want to or not. <laughs> Jeez. So, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I have to make that decision at some point. Maybe tr- just try some of these just for the hell of it. Yeah. And the other game I played all the way through was The Walking Dead Episode 2. Ah. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. This is the one everybody was complaining, 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 because they said they were releasing monthly. Mm-hmm. The first one came out April 24th. And the second one just came out, what, like a week or two ago? So a month and a half. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get it. You paid your 20 bucks for the season pass, and it didn't come out within the month that they said it was going to come out. Sure. But would you rather them rush out the door a broken game, or would you rather them have a working game when they send it out the door? I mean, even so, this game is a little buggy. You know, Uh not to the point where it's going to ruin the game or anything like that. But you'll see, like, you'll go from a cutscene or you'll go to a loading screen and, like, two seconds of the audio, like the background audio, will pop up in the loading screen and then drop out. Oh, okay. You know, it's like little things like that. Just little nagging issues that they don't break the game they don't do anything to to ruin the game but it's just sloppiness here and there and it's probably because they were rushing to get it out the door because everybody was screaming at them (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I gotta say this it ups the ante you know it continues the story in a great way it I can't. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, of course, you. I heard there's more, zombies in it. I I don't know yeah. if that's a spoiler. You you meet more people along the way. Uh, you have just nasty, nasty choices to make. Horrible choices to make. And the worst thing is, <laughs> like I'm going to rape a baby. Just about. I mean, they. The worst thing is some of these choices are the ones where. You have seconds to make the choice. Mm. You know, you can't just sit there and agonize over it. Well, should I do this? Should I do... You have seconds to make the choice or you're going to die. It's just... Oh, it's so brutal. Uh, And it's... There's a twist to it, obviously, as you're going through. But the twist is really obvious. Like, you, you can spot it coming a mile away. But when you get there... It's still just as nasty. <laughs> it's, oh, man. it's it's as bad as you. It's even worse that you you could have thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's just nice. horrible. Uh, but you know they're they're setting things up for for the future episodes too because there there are some weird things going on here that don't make a whole lot of sense right now. Sure. Um, things with Clementine, uh, the little girl that is your companion. Um, 
things with some of the other characters that it just odd little things that are popping up here and there that you're you're trying to figure out that you're like why did that happen and what's going on here you know something something is going to happen here something isn't right and it's it's not clear yet but it's pretty obvious that something will happen in the next couple episodes uh something big so does this involve Mila Jovovich in a really tight outfit battling zombies Oh, yeah, me too. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I will watch every one of those movies oh. if they keep making them. I, I don't care. She's awesome. She's That last one in 3D, awesome. Regeneration or whatever, I don't like zombie movies normally, but it actually wasn't that bad of a movie. A lot of people were bagging on it, but I'm like, that eh, wasn't that bad. Plus, uh, well, she helped. Well, that's the thing. I You know, the movies... The first one I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, the second one was, well, it was good because it had, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, is it Omar Epps? Is that really? Who it is? I, I don't know. Mike Epps. Mike Epps. Okay. Uh, the dude uh, from, from. The Hangover? No. That's Mike Epps. Mike Epps? The drug dealer that. Yes, 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 That's yes. That's Mike yes, Epps. Yes. Yes. He yes. was in the second one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, and he was hilarious in the second one. <laughs> All right. Because I, he just came off of, was it next Friday or Friday after next? It was next I Friday. Think it was, um, it was, he was Day-Day. He was, he was yeah, uh, Craig's was, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was in both of them. He was yeah. in next Friday and Friday. But he's freaking hilarious, man. Still not as good as the first one, though, by the way. Yeah. Because, come on, well, Smokey. You shit yeah. out, outside? But, okay. uh, I don't know. I thought Next Friday was... I thought Next Friday was funnier, because it just completely went off the wall. <clears throat> well, that's true. It, it it got crazy, and, and Day Day was just awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen those for Plus, a while, actually. The the squirrely little white guy that uh, worked at the at the music shop with him at Pinky's. Yeah, I don't him? remember that, no. That dude, he... It's been a actor. long time since I've seen those movies. Well, okay, but that actor, yeah. like after, like maybe just after that movie, yeah. like a month or months or years after, a year or two after that movie, he hung himself. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Way to break it down, man. Yeah. Because I was watching, well, I'm talking about The Walking Dead. I might as well get in something Pierce. like that. He was from yeah. London, England. And he hung himself, yeah. like in a hotel room or something like that. He was a Malcolm in the Middle, then King of the Jungle, jungle then Blackmail, then Looking for Leonard. Well, now I can see why he did it. <laughs> Skateboarder. Yeah. yeah. Pierce was found hanging in his room at the Bellagio Hotel by Hotel Security. Hmm. Interesting. That's crazy. Indeed. But speaking of hanging and horrible things, <laughs> um, yeah, you're you're gonna get into some nasty, nasty stuff in the Walking Dead episode two. Definitely worth a purchase uh, if you're interested in it. I I don't know if the season pass is still available. If it is, I'd say get it. Um, both of these have been excellent. I gave the first one an A. Uh, I I didn't want to do a full review of this because essentially 
it's the same graphics. It's the same audio. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there's not much different besides the story here. Uh, so it's just continuing the story. The story, they ramped it up, and it's really good. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see the third one now and where they go with it next time because, you know, they're doing the same thing there where at the end they give you the, the percentages, you know, you pick this, this percentage of the people picked this or, or whatever the other option oh, that's was. Right. Yeah. yeah, I remember that now. So, yeah, one of them, one of the horrible choices I made, I was way in the minority with my choice. I was like, seriously? <laughs> I was looking at it like, wow, okay. Um, but uh, they do that, and they do the, the cool thing at the end where they go, uh, they even did previously on The Walking Dead. Oh, that's and cool. they show a lot of clips, and they show a lot of, you know, the choices you made that are huh. very critical. Uh, to what happens in the next one. And then in, you know, next time on The Walking Dead. <laughs> Meanwhile, they, at the uh, Hall of Justice. They're constantly referencing all the the choices you made along the way, which is really, really cool because it makes it, you know, your own story as you go through it. So I like oh. it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'd give this one an A as well. I, I think it's best at this point, you know, I'll just, I'll bring them up, I'll talk about them as they come along, and then sure. I'll give a final grade. I'll give them their final exam. Yeah, I mean, you've gone which, over, like, the guts of it already, so it's not like you have to re- yeah. rehash that every time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Really, really great. I, I didn't see how, I mean, knowing Telltale and point-and-click adventures... And how can you do a Walking Dead game like that? But, man, they, they really they figured out how to do it. <laughs> I mean, it's very suspenseful. It's very scary. It's very... You just have this dread filling you like, oh, no, don't make me do this. I don't want to do this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like whenever I have to step into a church for a wedding. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so good. Nice. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I played. I, I I sat down on whatever Sunday afternoon and just played all the way through that. So, well, I uh, I didn't play a ton of different titles, but I watched a lot too. So I've got a lot to go over here. Uh, first off, Zen Pinball, or actually uh, Marvel Pinball, playing uh, B- week three was the table Blade, which God, I hate that table so much. Uh, it's up there with the worst, in my opinion. Uh, so congrats to the people that did really well. I, I couldn't believe some of the scores people were getting. Uh, so hats off to you. Cause wow, that, that is nuts. Although I will say, uh, before we recorded tonight, I, I came upstairs and I threw in the blade table on Zim pinball two to see if I'm crazy about the physics or anything. Like if I'm just blowing smoke, I got a higher score the first time I played it on Zim pinball two than I ever got in the week that I tried to get a score on Marvel pinball. <laughs> my first game I played, the ball was going where I thought it should go, you know, off the flipper at certain points, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so physics for the motherfucking win, yo. Uh, this week is a table I really like, actually, uh, the Street Fighter II tribute table that came out for Zim Pinball. So uh, we've got this league going uh, pretty strong. Again, thanks to Edward, uh, yeah, beer, for, uh, for getting things set up and, and for uh, handling all of it for us. Uh, it's been a real blast so far. A lot of trash talk. A lot of, you know, here's my score. Oh, yeah, well, here's my score. Uh, just some really cool stuff going on and uh, abs- having a great time with it. So uh, very cool that we got this going. 
Uh, also play more Pinball Arcade. You know, the two new tables came out last week. It was it was kind of weird where you had on the PS3 to get the new tables, the four of them. You had to actually delete the game and then reinstall it. And then you had the 100K unlock files for the PS3 side. But they weren't in there until you actually reinstalled the game. So stupid. Huh. Yeah. So uh, the four new tables, I'm going to get these wrong, but Bride of Pinball, which is a pretty good table. I never really liked it physically. I never, when, it, when I played the actual table, I never really liked it too much. Uh, especially compared to the first one, but it, it's a fun table. I mean, it's it's very unique. You're never going to find something like it anywhere else. Uh, and then Medieval uh, Madness, which is a blast. It, it's a great table, a lot of fun. Uh, put up some pretty good score, scores last night on that, actually. I got a high score last night. Uh, and then the new pack <clears throat> with one of my favorite tables of all time, uh, Funhouse, which is really good. The physics are tad off, though. It's a little floaty on it. Not too bad. I mean, I've been playing it a lot. And then also um, uh, Cirque du... Uh, what the hell is it? There's a circus tale. I don't remember the name of it. But the circus one's pretty fun, too. Uh, some pretty unique stuff. There's like a catapult set up in the, uh, in the upright part of the table toward the back, you know, and <clears throat> has an integrated LCD or LED uh, kind of embedded in the back of the, uh, of the table. So a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing those on Vita and PS3. Again, they still need to work on their physics engine a little bit. Hopefully, they're they're doing some of that. It sounds like they uh, the Kickstarter that they had going for uh, was it Twilight Zone? I think actually they got all the money they needed, and I think they hit enough money to do the Star Trek TNG table as well. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got it. They were close when I was looking last time, and it was getting close. But I know they got enough for the first table. So uh, very cool to hear. And and. I still like them. I mean, I, I really wish the physics are a little bit better because I'm, I'm totally spoiled by Zen Pinball 2, and everybody else will be spoiled by Zen Pinball 2 very shortly. Um, but it's still a good game. I mean, I'm not having as many problems as I, was, I, as I used to have. Uh, with the new tables especially, the Vita one seems to play exactly like the PS3 one now, which is good. Uh, oh, that's very good. Yeah, so I haven't had any problems on those four new tables at all. And, man, Funhouse I could play for hours. It was on the Williams Collection, too, for PS3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's one of my favorite tables ever. I mean, it, it's it's in that group of tables that I just love. Uh, because it's so quirky, and, and Rudy is just an asshole, and, and he talks to you the whole time. And it, it's a fun table to play. So, really having fun with that. And uh, they announced the new ones that are coming pretty soon, but I can't remember the name of them right, now, right off. But there are actually two more tables that I really like. So it's fun to see some of this stuff because they're actually mixing in tables that have been in the Williams collection, and I think they're going to have something from the Gottlieb collection soon. And this is actually updated physics from what we had in those two discs, so I'm happy to see that as well. So, yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty cool. Very enjoying it quite a bit. Like I said, I, I just there's that bit of me that really wants the physics to be better, so hopefully they continue to work on that. Uh, something that I'm kind of surprised you didn't bring up unless you didn't have time to play them yet, but, uh, those... I didn't. Resident Evil gun games, yo. Yeah, I didn't um, have time. So I played the newer one. I didn't play the other one yet. I do, it, it looks good, but I don't know if I like them. The new one. Yeah, I, they were both available on the Wii. I have them both, actually. I thought I had only picked up the, the first one, but I did pick up the second one at some point. That's the Umbrella Chronicles, um, right? The first one? The Umbrella, yeah, the Umbrella Chronicles. Umbrella, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? I don't remember anymore. 
Ah, crap. I, I can't remember. <laughs> um, but, yeah, actually, I can. I have it right here. Resident Evil, Umbrella Chronicles, and... Oh, wow. Darkside no, Chronicles. Booyah! Yeah. I don't. I thought I had both of them. I only have Umbrella. Oh, for we? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, Capcom sent over uh, uh, review codes for us for those two, and I, I played the, the second one a little bit. Something about it just doesn't feel right so far, so I'm going to go back and play it again. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, it's huge probably games, because it's... like 12 it's... gigs for both. Yeah. And they're ported from the Wii. They were supposed to be HD-ified and, uh, and set up for the move. So... You know, either way, I was hoping that it would be a little more accurate with the move, and that it would look a little bit nicer on the PS3. And well, the the graphics awesome. are nice. No, the graphics are nice. The visuals are nice and everything. The move controls overall are pretty good, but it still seems like the reticle lags behind like a half a second, which shouldn't happen. I mean, I've played a lot of other games on there that it's yeah. spot on. Yeah, but. What I don't like is the complete lack of ammunition, and so you're basically just using your pea shooter all the time. And um, I mean, the, the the rest of the shooting seems fine. It's just when I went against the boss, there was it was really tough to tell if I was shooting him in the correct spot or not. It didn't really indicate at all where to shoot it. Like it didn't have a different uh-huh. color, you know. And you're just kind of shooting shit. Like, am I doing damage? And there's a damage bar on the bottom, but it's really hard to keep track of that when you're shooting the dude. Or the thing. So I, it's, I don't know yet. I, I haven't played enough to really make a judgment yet, but yeah. yeah. I, my first impression was, eh. eh. Damn. Yeah, I have to try to get some time to play both of those. Um, yeah, I just, I wanted to get through Walking Dead and everything, and I just, I downloaded them. Because yeah. I saw that, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I just set them to download and I walked away. <laughs> yeah, I did them overnight. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then uh, a game we've talked about a lot and it was in our new home video. Uh, by the way, our home video is up in home if you want to go check it out in the community theater. Uh, it'll be up, I think, for another week. And apparently they're doing the t-shirts again. So if you don't have one of our t-shirts, get in there, watch the entire video. When it's done, it should uh, tell you that a game good has been unlocked and you'll get one of our, our uh, PS Nation Trophies Yo shirts for watching the video. Um, played Dyad. So I have an almost finished uh, uh, version of the game. And, you know, you said it. Sean said it. He said it on the on the video. He said it when he's here on the show. And I have to agree. You have to play this game to understand it. Because <laughs> really even, even with me watching it at E3, when he was showing me stuff, I'm like, okay, all right. And then I got it on my PS3 here, and I started playing it. And then I figured it out, and I figured it out. Wow. <clears throat> Absolutely unique game, like you wouldn't believe. Complex in its simplicity. Gorgeous, beautiful, mind-melting, really cool sound design, uh, really fun gameplay, and there's a lot there. It's not just something you're going to blow through in an hour. And he really built it around being able to replay it a couple of times. Yeah, and that's the thing when you when you first see it, even if you're watching somebody play it or you're or you're looking at screenshots or something like that, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot to it. Yeah. 
And when I first walked up to it and I was looking at it, I was like, there's not much here. And then he started to explain it. And then he handed me the controller and had me play it a little bit. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I get it. And I got through that first level and I'm like, that looked really cool. And, you know, that, that seemed neat, but is that all there is? And yeah. it's just the start. Yeah, the iceberg, I think, comes <laughs> Yes. So the cool thing is I have confirmed that there will be a demo. And the demo actually gives you a pretty decent amount of gameplay. So, because I have the I have the demo on here, it's going to be one of those things where you download the entire game, you get an unlock key to play the full game. But the demo is cool. essentially the first set of levels. Cool, yeah. Because yeah. you need that. You need to get a good feel yes. for the mechanics, and as it ramps up, and as it adds on different things, and yeah, you really need that to make a good judgment call on the game. And Agreed. Once you play all that, once you play through a couple of them, you'll know immediately that, okay, this is not something for me, or this is blowing my mind, I need to get this. <laughs> it it just gets to that point where you think it's too much, and it never is. It's yeah. a really interesting game. But uh, Also, before I forget to say it, uh, it did pass certification the other day. Nice. So awesome. it's definitely coming soon. Awesome. Yeah, yeah very cool. That poor guy. <laughs> and oh, the funny thing is, then he, then he tweeted the other day that he was... Uh, uh, I was just kind of working on my new game. I'm like, oh, no. Take a rest, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so uh, look to hear more about it probably next week. I wanna really want to get uh, hunkered down with the game and play it for quite a while. I'm going to take it downstairs and put it on the big TV, too. I've been playing it on the 24-inch Sony display, which looks fantastic. But I want to take it down and get it on that 50-inch plasma. So uh, I'll be taking the, the debug down tonight when we're done recording. <clears throat> because I'm also going to play another game that uh, I'll talk a little bit about, but I think uh, I want to say Nick, our writer, is doing the full review of this game when he gets a hold of it. Uh, you've seen some posts about it we talked about a little bit. A game called Rainbow Moon. Uh, this is from East Asia Soft. It's a, uh, a turn-based RPG, uh, or the battles are turn-based, but it's an RPG, isometric view, um, beautiful, beautiful game. Like, gorgeous, stunning visuals. Uh, I actually put a gameplay uh, video up. Oh, no, I didn't put it up yet. I'm going to put it up on our YouTube channel probably tomorrow morning, but I did grab like a five-minute, uh, just kind of a little taste of the gameplay. And this is me playing it, by the way. I played this game for three hours straight. Me. An RPG. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Were you drunk? No, that's the weird thing about it. I don't get it. Yeah, Nick's doing the review. <clears throat> um. So... Starts off with a pretty cool little. Uh, uh, this is a downloadable title. Come to the PSN. I think it's going to be. I want to say it's going to be either ten bucks or fifteen bucks somewhere around that area. Uh, I'm trying to see if it says anything on here. So Europe just got the game. Uh, North America, July 10th. U.S. 14.99. Uh, 14.99 in Asia as well. So um, what this is, it, it, you get sucked through this this warp hole, and all of a sudden all these monsters appear, and blah blah blah. And there's your story. Uh, isometric view. Uh, the battles, there are some random battles, but never, like, you're never going to run into them. It it kind of shows you a thing above your head, like, if there's something close that you might run into. But basically, you just run into the characters, and that takes you down to the, the, the play field, and it's all turn-based. And it'll actually show you, like, when your turn is, when their turn is, everything else. Uh, really easy to figure out the interface, really easy to figure out the skill system. Uh, great music so far. Beautiful, I mean, seriously stunning visuals. Everything is full 1080p, luscious graphics, great animation, uh, good sound effects. There's actually no speech in it whatsoever. It's all cutscene stuff is all 
through text and they'll like mumble things when you go near them. Uh, but there's a whole skill system. You can buy new skills. You can, or actually buy new, uh, items and things like that. You know, the, the standard RPG fare, but, um, it never gets too scary. At least the, the three hours I played, like I never got to a point where I was overwhelmed. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's not too tough to, to figure it out. It gives you a really good world map. Uh, you know, there's a camping system where you can find a, a fire and you can camp there and heal up or you have lotion or lotions. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> It puts the lotion on its skin whenever it's told. You go camping and you've got lotions. Nice. Precious. Precious. Give me my dog, bitch. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so you get these potions or whatever else. There's a little bit of an alchemy uh, system kind of built in, but I really didn't mess with that too much yet. Uh, But, I mean, pretty easy to understand and everything. And I'll tell you what, so far, I mean, I don't want to do the review because I just, I'm not that great of a judge of an RPG. I've seen a couple of other reviews out there, and I mean, even what I played, I, I'm pretty much agreeing with them that this is a really good game, like seriously good game. Uh, I really didn't have any, I, I didn't see any flaws with it when I was playing it. Very solid, but really just took it to that next level for visuals and everything else. Uh, so it's that three force overhead view kind of, so you don't have a lot of you know lush 3D coming at you and everything else, and uh, the cutscenes don't last 20 minutes. It's just it's a fun. RPG and it sounds like it's pretty long too. It, it sounds like it's going to take quite a while to get through it. So, for fifteen bucks, it seems like a steal. Honestly, it really does. So yeah, I'll get that video up on our YouTube channel. I'll put it up on our site tomorrow, and uh, everybody can check that out. And uh, maybe later in the week, my mom's birthday is this weekend, so I'm going to be gone. So uh, uh, I don't I don't know if I'll be streaming it this weekend, but <clears throat> I'll see if maybe I'll stream it like I don't know. Monday or Sunday night, maybe, or something like that. I'll, I'll give that a try. They said I could, so very cool. Yeah, uh, really, really good game, though. Keep an eye on it, and I think people are going to like it if you're an RPG fan. I know Nick's flipping out about it. He's like, oh, I can't wait to play it. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Uh, and also, there is a rumor that it might be coming to the Vita. I'll tell you what, those graphics on that screen, oh, oh. that'd be cool. Yeah, I... Especially if you can transfer saves. Exactly. You know, it seems to be the big hang-up about transferring saves is if the game's save file's too big. Yeah, I heard that, and I don't fully understand that. Well, there are some games where the save file's like 10, 12 meg, that kind of thing. And 10, 12 megs shouldn't be that bad, but, but like 385 megs, like well, Africa, yeah. would be a problem. <laughs> Down in Africa. It's a full show now. We've had a Toto song reference, so there we go. Yeah. And we've hit almost every continent. <laughs> <laughs> all we have to do is pick on the now. penguins, and we're all set. Yeah, Antarctica, and I think, well, is Russia kind of, have we hit that continent? Well, that's that's Europe and Asia. We did hit Europe and Asia, well, but, so yeah. But Russia's kind of on top of that triumvirate there. Well, I'm sure I'll hit Russia by the end of the sh- by the end of the show. All right, I'll, I'll, I can tell you the, all the Russian I remember from all my Russian classes for three years. That's about it. Well done, sir. Yes. Kuritsa. Yes. How about that? Kuritsa. <laughs> I forgot how to say uh, my pencil is long and yellow. But I'm sure I'll I have actually. a red pencil box. <laughs> Hello, comrade. 
All right. There we go. Now we've hit all the continents, I believe. <clears throat> Except for Hawaii. Right? That's a different continent? Yeah. Sure. Those damn islanders. Yeah. The grass skirts. Yeah, and they're coconuts and they're poi and shaking their ass and yeah but you know that that is the best place to get hawaiian punch because it is the freshest (laughs) (laughs) do they even make hawaiian punch anymore in hawaii they do you know that's the whole point (laughs) it's called water They all walk gonna, around. No, with, I want to go get some Hawaiian punch. I used to have that when I was a kid. They all walk around with red mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Speaking of Hawaiian punch, you know we got into an argument. Somebody had that at at one of the houses I was at in college, and we we're sitting around on a Saturday afternoon, bored out of our minds, arguing about what that is on the guy's head. Uh huh. And it just turned into this horror. This is pre-internet, so you couldn't look any of this up. So everybody's arguing, arguing for like an hour. And finally, I'm looking at the side of the can, trying to decipher what this thing is. And I see questions, comments, call this number. (laughs) No way. Yeah, I called him up. (laughs) You know, he doesn't have a mustache at all, right? Oh, no, I know. Okay. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but I'm saying when, when you drink it, you're going to oh, get a red, red yeah, mustache. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so we called up the, the helpline, the question comment line, and asked them, oh, was God. it a crown? Was it like like antlers? Uh-huh. Was it uh, some sticks? And the consensus uh, with the lady on the line was that it is a a Hawaiian ancient Hawaiian king's crown made out of like like branches and stuff. That's bright so red. So yes, yes, it's a crown, but it's made out of branches and stuff. That's why it looks the way it does. <laughs> hey, they still do sell it. Amazon.com has it. There you go. Man, now I gotta go down to the store tonight when we're done and see if they got any. <laughs> it's like just pure sugar, but what the hell. How about a nice Hawaiian punch? No thanks, I'll just drink iced tea. <laughs> was I talking about rainbow moon so that's I, I think there's a couple more things i played but uh nothing really like off the cuff or anything i did watch a lot though <clears throat> i got into one of my jags um this weekend and i watched all three of the first Wait, season what how many jaguars do you own you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Rawr. what is uh, all this podcast money going no wonder you podcast. got all these cars <laughs> yeah right <sighs> Like I'd buy a Jaguar. They don't work. <laughs> if you've ever watched no, Mad Men. No, you ride a Jaguar through the woods of New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so anyway, I watched the uh, first three seasons of Breaking Bad. Like, I just hunkered. And I actually was at the last episode of season three... And it was time to go to bed uh, the other night, or was it Monday night or Sunday night or whatever. And I'm like, I'm on the last episode. I got to stay up and watch it. Oh, God, was I tired the next day. But, wow, that show, I mean, it's pretty slow at the beginning, but when it ramps up, man, holy crap. And a guy at work actually has season four on Blu-ray because Netflix doesn't have it yet. So I'm going to borrow that from him and get up to speed because the new season starts soon. But, wow, um, 
especially the uh, last two episodes of season three. Holy shit. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. Run! Anyway. <clears throat> very, very cool show, though. Uh, Brian Cranston really owns that that part. The guy is incredible to watch on screen. He, he is truly, truly a talent. Also, You're an anti-dentite. You're, you anti-dentite bastard. <laughs> Why don't you give me a stickle of fluoride? You join you join the religion for the jokes. This next one I watched, Jason had mentioned it before, and I kept seeing it in my what? <laughs> and that offends you as a as a Jewish person? That offends me as a comedian. <laughs> yeah, as a Jewish comedian. <laughs> oh, I love that episode. That was Robert Wagner and uh, Jill Wagner or uh, Jill uh, St. John. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um. I'd seen this around, and I heard it's pretty funny because of the people that they interview and everything. Uh, it's a documentary called uh, "The People versus George Lucas." So this is talking to all the Star Star Wars fanatics that number one hate on the prequels, but also on the changes. Like you know, there's one to hate on, and that is uh, Greedo shooting first, which is bullshit. But uh, just all these people that. There, there's some people that you know and, and just some other Star Wars nerds and everything else, and they talk to all these people about, you know, what George Lucas is doing with his franchises, and is is he kind of allowed to, to make all the changes that he's made, and really interesting point of view, but at the same time, it's a little bit of nerd whining at the same time, so it's really funny to watch. Uh, there's some cool stuff in there. There's actually some interview uh, footage from George Lucas and different you know, on different spots, and, and, and a couple of things he says are, are kind of funny, too, but <clears throat> Pretty interesting, actually. If you're a Star Wars fan, check it out. It's on Netflix streaming. Real easy to get to. It's just called The People vs. Uh, George Lucas. Um, also watched another uh, documentary called Fear and Hype 911 about how much Michael Moore lies in his movies. Uh, really interesting because they flat out show exactly where he was lying in a couple of his movies. And I mean, I was a really big fan of, uh, of Mike and May. I think that's what it's called. Is that what the first one was? It's been so long. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say it's Mike and me. At this point, <clears throat> well, whatever his first one was, I really loved it. I, I you know, I, I thought it was fantastic, and I was instantly a Michael Moore fan. Uh, and then he went insane, just batshit insane, <laughs> like Bowling for Columbine, batshit insane, Fahrenheit nine one one, batshit insane. So believe what you want, what Michael Moore tells you, but I'm telling you, folks, and and this is me being bipartisan. I'm totally coming as a as a as a movie fan and not political, but he's flat out fucking lying. So, wow. So really interesting. I'm not going to get into politics or anything, but it, it was a really interesting movie. Uh, and then I bought it on Blu-ray. I, I've seen it before, but man, I just love the performances in this one. Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows. Man, what a great movie. I still haven't seen that yet. It's so good. Jared Harris plays Moriarty and he's so good. I mean, to, you've got his father, Richard Harris, who was just, a phenomenal actor, and, and you're like, oh man! And then you see Jared Harris, who has some of the same traits as his father, but he's definitely his own actor. And how he plays Moriarty, and how they play that game back and forth, and some there's even some plays on how they did things in the first movie, and a couple of the calls that they made with some characters in this one, which were insanely shocking. And I'm so happy the guy Richie did it. I'm telling you, it is. A, if you like the first one, the second one is so much better. And I love the first one, but man, yeah, is this movie good? I figured it would be. It is so speaking good. of that, actually, we watched Sherlock 
uh, oh. the British show. We watched the first episode the other night. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It gets better, too. It's so good. <clears throat> it sucks there's only three episodes in, in each series. Uh, I've got yeah. series two, but I haven't watched them yet. Yeah, but they're an hour and a half long each. That's yeah, the thing. I mean, like you can't just sit down and get through them. But yeah, they're like their own little movie. Um, so but good. they're really good. Plus, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be the villain in the next Star Trek movie. Indeed, indeed. So that should be interesting. <laughs> he was also very good in uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He's in uh, that movie as well. Yes, I didn't know. Which, that. I haven't seen that one yet. I, I mean, really I, love that movie. And it's, I saw the original, but... Mm, it's an all-star cast, but it is yeah. a slow movie. Yeah. Um, but it is fantastic. If it, That's actually one of those movies that, if you're a true like cinema buff, you're going to love that movie. Uh, a normal, like, let's go and see Spider-Man, you would hate that movie to death. <laughs> Just saying. Or like, if you go to see Borat or The Dictator, yeah, you're not going to like that. So, uh, yeah, Sherlock is phenomenal. The first three episodes, uh, the first season is uh, up on Netflix. I wish they'd add the other ones because I got I have the files here. I just haven't watched them yet. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, I don't know why. Well, anyway, Game of Shadows, watch it seriously. And it's cool, so cool because Stephen Fry plays the other Holmes, his brother. And it plays Mycroft. It, fucking awesome. He is so good in this movie. And he, <laughs> it, because it's Stephen Fry, the guy's the guy rules. He's just awesome. Yeah, he so, is awesome. When I saw him, because I had heard this rumor and I didn't know if I like I heard something and I'm like, wait, what? Stephen Fry's in the new Sherlock? No. And then he popped up on screen. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna rule. This is just gonna. Yeah, he's so good in that movie. So seriously, check it out. It it it's like the first movie times five. It's excellent. Anyway, uh, I don't know why I bought this next one. I remembered it being better, and I remembered wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm a Steve McQueen fan, though, so I had to grab it because it was on sale. I, I brought, I bought uh, Le Mans on uh, Blu-ray. Le Mans. Ooh. Fucking A, that movie sucks. Oh, God. So it was shot in 1970-ish. Uh, the first director, who was a known director quit because McQueen was trying to control the whole movie. Uh, they got the second director, and it sounds like McQueen controlled the whole movie. Uh, the first 37 minutes of the movie, zero dialogue. <laughs> no dialogue at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like McQueen drives into town, you know, and he gets out of his car, and he looks around because he's on, on one of the streets at Le Mans, but it's, it's one of those where they turn the streets and the, and the roadways into the track every year. <clears throat> For those of you that don't know, uh, Le Mans is a uh, 24-hour race, and it goes through like country roads and everything. So he gets out of his car, and he looks around, and he looks at a spot, and all of a sudden there's a flashback, and apparently someone has crashed, because the only only words you ever hear spoken are like of uh, an announcer. Uh, so somebody's crashed, and you figure out, oh, that must be where that guy crashed. Whoever that guy is, we don't know, but somebody crashed there. and so there's seriously not not exaggerating 37 minutes without dialogue in this movie and then the dialogue starts and you don't know what the fuck is going on you just have no idea it's so bad it's just not i mean the racing stuff is cool to watch especially because that was the time where it was huge between ferrari and porsche like i don't, I don't think porsche ever won one yet if i remember correctly uh, cuz i did some reading on this afterwards but um <clears throat> like 
all the Ferraris they had, they had to borrow from a dealership or in the area because, uh, spoiler, Porsche wins the race, and Ferrari wouldn't give them any cars because they found out that Porsche wins the race. So it's just it's all this weird crap like that. But I mean, there's some cool crash scenes. Obviously, Stephen Queen being involved, it was, you know, he the, the the rumor is you know the studio wouldn't let him race, but he raced one of the circuits anyway. He snuck in and did it. Uh, there's some cool crash scenes, some cool racing stuff, but my God, is it, it I mean, it's literally just bore. It's like you're watching race highlights, like the, of the whole 24 hours. And then they go, I don't know. It's bad. The transfer's good on the Blu-ray though. <laughs> well, there you uh, go. They redid it to 7.1 sound and, uh, it's actually pretty beefy for a movie that old, but, uh, stay away from it at all costs. <clears throat> also, uh, last night watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on Blu-ray. What a great movie. Ah, uh, yeah. So you've got Shane Black writes and directs this movie. Very small budget. Uh, sounds like the original budget was $10 million. They went a little bit over, but Joel Silver uh, produced it. But they also got permission, basically, so that Shane Black only had to answer to Joel Silver. They didn't have to answer to the studio because uh, Joel Silver had such a great track record and, it, and the budget was so small. <clears throat> so they got to do a lot of things that, that studios probably wouldn't go for. And... This is one of the movies, this is basically Robert Downey Jr.'s comeback movie. Yeah. It was right after he's out of rehab. Val Kilmer's in it as Gay Perry. Uh, and at one point, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. asks him if he's still gay because of the name. He goes, oh no, I'm knee-deep in pussy, I just love the name. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Val Kilmer, my God, is so good in this movie, and so is Robert Downey Jr. And uh, a ton of great actors in this film. Uh, kind of a black comedy, but uh, such great writing, such great direction, and and sh- somebody didn't know this on Twitter, but Iron Man three is coming, and it's Shane Black. Shane Black's writing and directing the the next Iron Man. So if you want to see what kind of a of an amazing performance that this man can get out of Robert Downey Jr., watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Not just because of that; it's a fantastic movie. It's it's very underrated. It only hit I think 146 screens before it went to video. Uh, it's doing very well in video and doing insanely well in Europe, apparently. But uh, seriously, uh, this is that film noir, you know, mystery detective movie, but some great comedy involved as well. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, and Val Kilmer are so good together. It's ridiculous how good they are together. So, and Michelle Monaghan and Shannon Sossman's in it and... Uh-huh. Oh, Corbin Burnson, he'll produce it, uh, and he's a, he's got a pretty good part in it. Man, you'll I mean you'll see faces everywhere that you're going to recognize. But oh, such a good movie. <clears throat> I, that's one I could watch almost any time. Like if it was on, I could probably watch it. Yeah. So uh, the last one, last but certainly not least, I walked down to the theater and saw Ted over the weekend. Dude, it's really good. Yeah. Insanely funny. Even has a couple of like kind of heartfelt scenes. You don't have to be a Family Guy uh, fan to love it, but there's actually a couple of little references to Family Guy in there. Like at one point, Ted says something that re- kind of refers to Family Guy, but <clears throat> tons of people in the movie. A lot of people from the Family Guy kind of family. Uh, so Mila Kunis, obviously. Um, what's her name that does a lot of the writing and also uh, the voice of... Uh, I can't remember her name. She's from Mad TV. Uh, she's in it. The hell's her name? Yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, Warburton's in it, and his character's freaking hilarious. Uh, the girl that played Supergirl in um, in Smallville's in it. I always forget her name. The one that was in V, the new V. 
Oh, the daughter. You saw her at um, at Comic Con. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, There's a V in there somewhere. Vanderhoeven or something, yeah, or something like, like that. that. <laughs> She's really good. Uh, Ryan Reynolds actually shows up in the movie, which was fucking hilarious. A couple things I don't want to give away, but uh, um, uh, uh, um, oh shit, not Casey Affleck. Um, uh, I'm forgetting people's names again. Dude, seriously, really funny. <clears throat> uh, apparently, they did this on a pretty small budget for all the the CGI they did, but man, the work they did with, with Ted himself, it was really good. Uh, really enjoyed it, though. Very funny. I will definitely see it again. I will definitely buy it. It was very, very good. There's a whole subplot in there that, oh, Joel McHale's in it, too, and he's great. And uh, Garmin's actually got some lines. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, loved it. Recommended. If you like, I mean, you still have to kind of like the raunchy humor from Family Guy, but uh, it was good. It was really good. And, of course, Mark Wahlberg was actually really good, too. Hey, say hi to your mother for me. Maybe we should work together sometime. Say hi to your mother. (laughs) Oh, anyway. So that was it for me. I think that's pretty much everything. We had a long period there, you know. Because we recorded last Sunday and all that. Yeah. It's almost like we did a live show or something. <clears throat> yeah. We yeah. had a nice uh, nice little week off there. Yeah, it was pretty nice. I got some time to get some stuff done. And then uh, apparently somebody at work probably figured out that I didn't have to record. So they gave me a lot more work. Fuckers. Uh, yeah. So. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, emails, huh? 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 We got emails? Yeah, emails. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let me find those. Email number one. <laughs> Email number one from Tom Sands. Glenn and Josh, you mentioned last week that all DLC would transfer to the digital version of Little Big Planet 2 PlayStation Plus free game. Might not be true. Because I have the special edition, but the move levels and the Toy Story DLC didn't show up in the free digital version. Maybe I'm missing something. Hmm. I would say try to. Didn't you have to put a? Didn't you have to put a, a a code in to get that stuff in the special edition? Was it on the disc? You d- I don't think it was on the disc i think there were codes for all that stuff but i would say try to re-download that stuff yeah yeah and see if that'll do it because I, we've seen that before in a number of games where you know another part of the game will come out or a patch of the game will come out something will come out and suddenly your stuff that was there is not there and it doesn't work and you have to re-download it to get it to actually sort of register and work um but it should work. I, I'd be surprised if it didn't. I mean, it wouldn't make any sense because it it's a digital version of the game. It's the same game. It should have all the same features and all the yeah, all the DLC should work in it. Uh, but well, if but those... what his point is is that his disc-based version was the special edition and the downloaded yeah, that's version okay. plus wasn't. Yeah, but like I said, like the special saying, edition I think there was DLC codes. That yeah, were in that's the all case. it was. Yeah. The special edition was just a special edition because it's the same exact disc as the regular one, but it has codes for all the other stuff, and it's got the little bookends and a sack boy in it. Right. You know? That's the only thing that made it a special edition. So, you know what? Try to well, re-download those. If it doesn't work, 
uh, at Medium Molecule. Uh, tweet them and demand an answer. Demand. <laughs> Don't just ask them nicely. Demand, demand an answer. Yes. That's from Ghost underscore 13. All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, yeah. This next one is from Dale Gorecki, and he says, uh, by the way, we're getting a lot more emails on the contact us thing on our website, which is freaking awesome. That's what these all were from. <laughs> yeah, this is, I just noticed that. So very, very cool. Yeah, if you go to psnation.org over on the right side, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a contact us uh, link. And that's how these people have all sent their emails in this week. So very cool. Uh, he says, uh, hey, PS Nation gang. Now we're a gang. We got to like snap our fingers and walk real slow. and Between the sharks gang. <laughs> and the jets. <laughs> And I've just been. There's the drama. School. There's the drama school in me. Right there. <laughs> I was just waiting for the Jets to come back into the NHL so that I could do that again. <laughs> Every time the Jets and Sharks play. Dude, I would actually fly out just to do that on camera with you. Oh my gosh! If I was on ESPN, I'd do that every time there was a game between Hell those yeah. two. There was a game tonight between the Jets and the Sharks. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> for, for people not, that don't know what we're talking about, uh, check out something called West Side Story, which is a modern retelling on uh, Broadway of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. It's the classic confrontation was, between good and evil, really. Yes, and there was a a movie version as well. Yes, well, that's what I meant. You don't have to watch the Broadway In the, the 50s, one. yeah. Wasn't that like... I want to say a Netflix... No, it wasn't a Netflix cello, but it was... It was, yeah, it was like one of those, like Frankie Valley and that type of Frankie thing. Valley, yeah. Now I have to find out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, coming to the IMDb uh, podcast. 1961. And Natalie Wood. Oh, that's right, Natalie Wood was Natalie in Natalie Wood, that. that's right, yes. Mark Hamblin, Rita Moreno. Spicy yes. little number. Hell this yeah. is a spicy little number. Rita Moreno. Ding! Uh, let's see, Tucker Smith. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so check that out if you're into Broadway. I guess I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so what were we talking? About? Okay, first I wanted to thank you for being such an awesome website. Aw, after listening to a lot of professional quote unquote game journalists bitch and moan about E3, it was nice to hear Glenn offer his opinions and not feel the need to be an asshole because apparently that's what game sites do now. That's really funny. I just wrote something up today about this. <laughs> Also, Shane Satterfield is a douche. Yes, he is. That little puss. <laughs> <clears throat> did I talk about that on the E3? You haven't even listened to the E3 yeah, thing yet. Yeah, you I did. Did I no, talk about but it? No, but you've talked about that, I believe, many times. Yeah. Like there, I think you talked about it somewhere else, because I have heard it. Okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't that much. We were only at E3 like four weeks ago. Yeah, I know. That guy's a douche. Anyway. Uh, now for my question, how do you guys organize your game libraries? Oh, God, this is going to be a half an hour from Josh. No, what are you it doing? Uh, is, it by title, is it by title amount you enjoy the game release date? Thanks again for the hard work on the site and the podcast you rock. Dale in Buffalo Grove. Hey, I know Buffalo Grove. I used to work in Vernon Hills and stuff and uh, Lake Forest. So uh, thanks for, from Dale in Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Well, I'll tell you first because I know Josh is going to have a lot more on this than I do. Nah. Let's talk about... Uh, pie charts and graphs and Excel documents and <laughs> I'm sure he uses the Dewey Decimal System at some point in there uh, but I actually have a very big walk-in closet in my office which used to be the master bedroom in the house which is actually bigger than my living room 
And I have a TV up here, both PS3s, all my recording stuff. I keep everything up here. And I have all my video games out there from like 16-bit on in this closet. And it's a humongous closet. And so first off, I kind of separate everything uh, by system, obviously. And then uh, I really, I kind of keep the games I play more on the left side, but I, I try to put them in by genre. So, like, a lot of sports games together, a lot of action games, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not real particular about it, because after having around 900 DVDs, and i got to have at least 100 Blu-rays now, and all the Laserdiscs I have, it kind of got to the point where if you were trying to sort them by, like, alphabetizing or anything else, it just became such a chore. So, now it's kind of, like, newest on the left. (laughs) Interesting. I but I know where everything is. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. I mean, it, I've always been one of those people that I can throw that stuff up there, and I know exactly where it is. I, yeah. I could have I have eight shelves, I think, in the in the room downstairs where I keep all the DVDs and laser discs and everything. And you can ask me for any movie; I can nine times out of ten just walk over and grab it. So yeah, yeah. Well, that I I had friends over to my old place, uh, people I used to work with, and they're looking at my DVD shelves. And they're annoyed at how organized it all is. Mm. And I left the room, and they moved something. <laughs> and I came back into the room, and I'm talking to somebody. And out of the corner of my eye, I noticed that something looked oh out of my place. God. And I walked over, and I looked at it, and I moved it back. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, we just moved that. I'm like, did you? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's frightening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, though, uh, well, I'll go with the video games first. I mean, unfortunately, they're getting spread out even more, and I've run out of room, especially for the PS2 games, um, since I did that whole crazy run on Guzex the last oh month my or God. two. Because you thought they were going to go out of business? Well, I, I pulled in, like, 20, 30 games from yeah. Guzex. And I'm out of shelf space. <laughs> so, I've been on shelf space for months. So I got a little yeah. plastic thing that I'm using now for like the spillover. Yeah, there those the spillover for that is sitting in the server closet right now on a shelf, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with all this. But essentially, it's set up by system and then alphabetically. Mm. Uh, cause that's the easiest way for me to find everything. I just know where everything is that way. Uh, at one point, because I had all the PS one, two and three there on the shelves together and I'm looking at them, I thought, Ooh, wouldn't it be neat if, you know, I put all the games together, essentially like all the grand theft autos from PS one through yeah. PS three. I tried all that together. too and that didn't work out very well. It, yeah. I I tried it, and, yeah, it just annoyed me. (laughs) It's like, just because you've got all different size boxes, and, yeah, just, I hated it, so. I think people just write these emails to hear our sickness. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, let's let's talk about PSN, too, when you're done, too. Like how we do it on the PS3. Oh, you're not going to, yeah, you saw PSN Mine's not as bad, but I I actually get pretty bad, too. Well, for the movies, I the movies are upstairs, and they have their own set of shelves and everything, and those are done by genre. Now, I've I've made my own. Like it's like the action stuff, then comedy, then drama, uh, then horror, tits. kids, no. science fiction, 
and TV, and I think that's it. And then it's alphabetical from there. But I, of course, I know where it all is. <laughs> it, it's pretty funny when people look at how I have my DVDs on the shelving, and nobody really understands it. But how I have everything organized makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, me too. Like somebody asked me about it, and I'm like, I really can't explain it, but that's the way it needs to be. And then, but nobody can understand it. They're like, well, but what? Why is this? Don't touch it. Just leave it. Yeah. It might make sense when you look at it. You can see, oh, there's all the sci-fi stuff. Uh, there's the comedy stuff, obviously. There's the TV stuff. Well, I you mean, know. what thrills things off, though, is, like, I have all the Kevin Smith movies together. Mm, and I have, yeah. like, all of the Disney movies together. Well, no, all the all the Pixar movies together. And then the Disney ones are elsewhere, but I have other animated movies by the Pixar movies. But the animated movies I have there use CGI. It's a weird system. <laughs> it's, All right, you're you're over the top there. I'm sorry. It's it's my abstract, but it, it makes perfect sense when I look at it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, and then you know we we talked about this a long we talked about this a long time ago, and I don't think we really brought it up since. And I know it even came up in the blogcast once, but uh, somebody was asking like how to organize stuff on the PS3, and <clears throat> this is something that. I learned back when Mark was just first on the show, pretty much. We just figured it out one day or something. I don't remember even where it came from. But you can organize your PS3 games, all your PS3, PS1, all your games, basically, that are on your hard drive. It's kind of a pain in the butt. Well, once it's done, it's done. So normally, anybody that uses a computer and everything would just, you know, figure, oh, I'll just make a folder. So you would do a new folder and name it. But you have to do it kind of backwards on the PS3. So, for instance, all my PS1 games. You go to the PS1 game, you hit the triangle on it, and you go down to in- information. And once you choose an information, hit the button again, and you can put a label on it. So I, t- I put all my PlayStation games under PS1. So And the cool thing is the autofill's right there, too. So you just you hit PS1, hit the start button for yeah. enter, and you back out. And now you'll have a-, a folder called PS1, and that game will be in that folder. So... I do a little bit different with all the games because I've got that terabyte drive on there now, so I've really been downloading a lot of stuff. <clears throat> so I've got like a PlayStation Move folder for games like Auditorium and, and um, oh, uh, uh, what's that one where Tumble and, you know, the stuff that's made for PlayStation Move, like Echo Chrome 2 and that kind of stuff. So I've got one for Move, I've got one for 3D, I've got one for Retro, like uh, the Sega Genesis collection or like maybe a remake of a Genesis game or a remake of, you know, whatever. Uh, I've got just a flat PS3 one. I now created a new one for Blu-ray, uh, for full Blu-ray games that they've released digitally. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I've got you know PS2 and uh, uh, minis, uh, beta, demos. That's pretty much it for those. I know, but you really you string them out on yours. Yeah, I had to. I've got nearly 400 games on there. I'm right up there with you. Yeah, and like, all right, so on my phone and everything and my computer, I have like the the database of all the games and trying to break all those down into genres and everything like that, that became a huge pain and I tried to make it as simplistic as possible there. Mm-hmm. You know, I gave just like a handful of categories and that was it. And I try to fit everything into those handful of categories. And I'm fine with that for the database. 
But when I'm looking <laughs> at the PS3, I mean, even now, uh, some of the some of the categories are way too full for me. Like the the action games have 26, 27 titles. You know, adventure is up to almost twenty five titles. Right. Which then it becomes too much, and then I have to think about breaking it down even more. And I'm just like, ah. But that's what I have. I break it down like action games, adventure games, arcade games. <laughs> just cause she has its own folder. <laughs> like arcade games are anything that was in the arcade, you know, like House of the Dead 3, Simpsons arcade game, Space Ace. Oh, see, those will go in my retro folder. Yeah, see, I put all those types of things in there. Except um, House of the Dead and the new Resident Evil will go in my move folder. <laughs> I've got uh, board and card games because I actually have seven board things that go in there. Uh-huh. That fit in that uh, fighting games, game shows, MMOs, motion comics, <laughs> Neo Geo Station. Oh platform. yeah, my Neo Geo and Turbo Graphics one I have. Yep, PS2 classics, PS1 classics. I even have a PS3 PSP software folder, Ooh. which has like the SingStar Viewer, the Metal Gear Solid database. Yeah, I call that I one create. apps on mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh PS1 Classics, PS1 Classics Japan. We have a we have a problem. Uh, yeah, puzzle games, racing games, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Genesis. I did break those out cuz I don't know why. Uh I like even had the minis. <laughs> I had the minis in their own folder, but that got to be too much, so I started putting them in wherever they belonged. <laughs> Like under shmups and shooters and sh- uh, sports oh, games and man. strategy and survival <laughs> horror and yeah, it's crazy. Well, see, and I had to re-download everything to my gig- my terabyte drive, so I had to go through every single one of them and do that again. And the funny <sighs> thing is, but that's that's how sick you and I are. I had no problem with it. But you'll do it, yeah, exactly. I know. I was like, well, it. I have to get this done. <laughs> There's no way I can leave this PS3 until this is done. And yeah. I went through and I did every one. Of- and luckily, you know, you have the autofill, so it's pretty easy. But still, you're. I mean, I had, I don't know how many, I think my download list is over 2,000. So, oh, yeah. and Mine's, I downloaded pretty yeah. much everything except for like demos and shit like that. And, and yeah, I mean, it took a long time too, but I, what I did is I just had the audio from the TV on in the background and I had the screen on and I'm just click, 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 click. Yeah. But you know what? You might want to double check cause you may have missed a bunch of things. No. I, no, yeah. I know what I missed. No, 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 no. There were a couple things that I missed on the download list, but I went and found them. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Re- <laughs> yeah, you remember the problem that I ran into? Oh, yeah. Because the TurboGrafx ones weren't list. showing up. Yeah. <laughs> and they got rid of the TurboGrafx uh, uh, category on the PlayStation Store, those fuckers. Oh, yeah. So I had to go through all... I Basically, you're, you're even going to love this one even more. I went into the all-game section. And went through every single one. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Uh, I scrolled through every yeah. single one to see if I missed anything. And that's the thing. The problem even with that is they've taken stuff out of the store Yeah, that will only show up in your download list. And then you have to dig through. The, and your download list shuffles as you move through it. Which is a freaking nightmare yeah. when you're trying to download everything. I really I want to get somebody from Sony... And just get them in a room and have them explain that to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's poor database I, I bet management. They don't even that's know. all it is. Yeah, I bet there's most of them. The majority of them don't have any idea that that even goes on. Oh, I think they know. Have you ever watched uh, when they do like the new releases thing on the blog? Have you ever read the comments? Trust yeah. me, they know. <laughs> <laughs> we should get Grace Chen on the show, though. That poor woman. The stuff she puts up with on NeoGAF alone. Yeah, that poor, true. poor woman. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, so the, I think we've answered that question. <laughs> yeah, so we're yeah we're a little crazy when it comes to we, we keeping things organized. Yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah. I'll okay. tell you what, though, that terabyte drive on there, I literally have everything loaded on there that I can load on. Except for my Rock Band 1 songs. I haven't converted those over yet again because you have to put Rock Band yeah. 2 in. and I haven't done that yeah. yet. It's the only one I haven't done. But I think I still have, like, gosh, I want to say... Just under 600 gig or right around 600 gig free. Nice. Or something like that. Because I didn't load every single thing I have on my list on. Because, uh, like, I mean, like, there's a ton, ton of demos. I didn't put all the core episodes on or anything like that. Ooh, I should do that. Eh. Not really that many core episodes worth having. Uh, eh. But, I mean, just, yeah, it's, oh, man, that's so sweet to have. Yeah, I do need to upgrade that because the hard drive in the living room. That's the one that I brought to MGC. Yeah. The slim replacement one. Right. I don't remember how big that one is. It's pretty big. It's at least 500, if not a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It has 19 gigs free. Wow. And I stopped. I stopped like two months ago. I couldn't, I haven't been able to download like all those free games on it or anything because yeah. I've got no space. I'm like. And to think when that yeah. system first came out. I bought a 20 gig system. 20 gigs. Yeah, exactly. And that's all. Oh my God. Yep. <clears throat> Although I will say this and I'm going to, this is going to be kind of a fanboy moment, but I was thinking the other day because my 360 is not even hooked up right now. And one of the reasons it's not hooked up is because I have an old system that does not have HDMI on it. So I have the breakout cable for, uh, for VGA. Mm-hmm. My plasma TV, the one you have as well, hates that VGA connector. Huh. Fucking despises it. Will not work. So either I have to bring my 360 upstairs and hook it up to my Westinghouse, which is fine. I don't game a lot up here anymore, but I still have surround sound and the whole nine up here in my in my office. But I want to use it downstairs, and I started thinking I really wouldn't mind having a 360 with, with HDMI on it. I might play it a little bit more if it's downstairs. And then I thought to myself, you know what? That's probably how Xbox or Microsoft is getting a lot of their, their hardware sales through failures but also because people want the new features and i started thinking back to like i've never had to do that for ps3 sure i got another up or i got a hard drive but guess what i didn't have to pay 130 bucks for 60 gig i paid 160 bucks for a terror or no not even that like 120 bucks for a terabyte for my ps3 yeah and honestly i won't go buy a 360 for hdmi just because of that fact because i have to get new hardware because they decided to add features after the fact it pisses me off. And now Halo 4, which I was actually thinking about playing. I really honestly was. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but I was thinking about renting it. You have to have 8 gigabyte free of storage to play that game. Guess what? I have a 20 gig system, so 8 or 9 gig is already reserved for the system. And I have shit on there. I don't think I have 8 gig free on my hard drive. So now they're almost forcing you to get a new system or upgrade to a $120 fucking hard drive. Well... It's bullshit. Actually, 
that can use uh, like a thumb drive sure. or something like that. But you I don't can have, plug in a thumb drive. But what if I don't have an eight gig thumb drive? Why doesn't yeah. the system that I fucking own today? Why is that not good enough for their, <laughs> for their flagship game? Well, it is if you buy the proprietary hard drive, which costs an no. But the system I bought, the system I bought when the 360 came out on launch day, the 20 gig. Why is that not good enough to play that game on? That's their flagship because game. That's their flagship series, and I can't fucking play Microsoft it. Microsoft wouldn't be making money if they didn't do that. Yeah, Microsoft never makes money. <laughs> no, uh, no I me get down. that. I mean, but that's also why. Like, I wasn't interested in the 360 or the Wii, but the more the generation moved along a bit, maybe about a year or two into it, I thought, you know what? I do want to play these games. I want to check them out, but there's no way in hell I'm buying a 20-gig hard drive. Yeah. I So I waited. Well, no, mine came with a 20-gig. It's just... Well, no, but then the Elite came out, and that's when I bought mine, because it had the HDMI... It had the 120 gig hard drive, you know, and there have been times where I've thought, you know, where I've toyed with the idea of eh, it might be kind of nice to upgrade to the to the newer box, the sleeker box with the 250 gig hard drive <laughs> built into it and everything. But that slim I'm is not ugly to me. That. that new model, I think, is ugly. My buddy I think has it looks nice. But see, I didn't like the. Because well, I, like all right, I had the PS3 sitting on my shelf, you know, the, the sleek, slick PS3 yeah. Yeah. that looked futuristic. And then I pull out this Xbox 360 Elite, and it looked like a Fisher-Price yeah. toy next to it. It really did. It looked so bad next to it. I agree. But, you know, I've gotten used to it. The new Xbox is that glossy, you know, black finish. Like <laughs> yeah, but now I've got was. a Slim that has... Exactly. <laughs> a, a, a non-slick look, you know, and I yeah. Know. No, it I mean it yeah. just it really annoys me that the Xbox 360 that I have here today literally can't play their flagship game that's coming out. Well, it can. The way it's, no, you, the way it sits, it can't. I don't the have way 8 it gig sits. free. Yeah. It's I, because you don't have 8 gig free. I mean, you could free up the space. If you really wanted to, I would have to get rid of every one of my Xbox Live Arcade games, essentially, because they reserve so much space on that 20 gig hard drive. You don't have much to play with. Yeah, and I've got a lot of Xbox Live Arcade games on there. Surprise, surprise! I mean, I I got a 360 on launch because I, they were so easy to get here in town that I sold like six on eBay. So I took the money from that and I bought my own. And I didn't gouge anybody, but I made some money off of it, and. I I don't know. It it really annoys me that I can't play but every game. I can't I can't get the new Forza right now because of that second disc because I don't have the well, hard drive space to install. Yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, their biggest seller right now, their biggest unit that they're selling right now, is the one without a hard drive. The one with yeah. like two hundred fifty six megs on it, or well, that's whatever because it has on it. It's a low price of getting in the door with it and then all of a sudden you exactly. realize that I'm paying double for a hard drive that I should be paying. And exactly. it's it's, it's like but Homer with with the eye surgery. Here come the add-ons. Everybody who buys that one then turns around and they can't play the second disc on Forza. Yeah. You know, because they unless they buy another hard drive, unless they buy a hard drive for it or buy like an external drive that they can plug in and do the 
loading onto that now. You know, they've at least gone that way. I will give them that. You know, that they're they're not fully locking you into those proprietary hard drives anymore. You can plug in a USB drive, you can plug in a thumb drive, but and you can offload the stuff to that if you they really even said, want though, to. They even said in the Halo four statement that if you use a thumb drive that the performance could suffer. And they highly no, I'm sure it will. and they highly yeah. recommend that you use the internal hard drive. I mean it Yeah. Fuck that. I'm sorry, but fuck that. <laughs> There's a lot of great Xbox Live Arcade games on, on on the 360, and I'll never deny that. But that kind of strategy, fuck you. Well, they're they're playing to the stupidity of the masses, and it works. I mean, everybody sees America. The, fuck yeah! Everybody sees the 249 or the or the 299 PS3, and they see the 199 Xbox 360, and they go, "Oh well, to, you know, there's no choice there. Let me get the 360." I told you, one of my friends. From college, I was talking to him like a month or two ago, and he said, you know what, I'm thinking about getting back into video games. You know, I know you know a bunch of stuff, so I figured I'd pick your brain, you know. I mean, I know what you're probably going to say between the, the 360 and the PS3, but, you know... I know they both have Blu-ray, so, you know, beyond that, what do you... And I was like, whoa, 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 stop. <laughs> I was like, the PS3 is the only one with the Blu-ray. DVD is in the three. He's like, what? Really? Yeah. Oh. Like, he did not know that at all. He would have gone into the store, and depending on the store he went into, the salesperson would have gone, oh, yeah, that's got Blu-ray, and sold it to him. Because we've seen that happen. I've, I've been standing in stores where people have said that. Mm-hmm. You know? So... It, there is that perception. People will walk into the store, they'll see the lowest price point, and, you know, beside the Wii, you know, because they have the Wii or they don't want the Wii or whatever, they want the big boy games, and they'll look at it and go, oh, that's cheaper. And they're basically the same. They all run the same games for the most part. So, yeah, they both have Call of Duty and they, they run the same games. It's fine. They, and they'll just get the cheap one. You said duty. <laughs> yeah i mean and you know i i guarantee if there was a full accounting of every single xbox that was sold many 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 of them and the reason microsoft is in the lead is because of hardware failures and because of banned consoles yeah from people oh yeah banned consoles is a big one and also just yeah. being wanting to upgrade because the system they bought at launch doesn't work for what they needed anymore. It doesn't have the capabilities. Yeah. And launch. there have been plenty of hardware failures on the PS3 side, but nowhere sure. near what happened on the 360. Well, how many is that? Martin on now? Last, last count I heard from Martin was like 14. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I mean, mine died once. I'm on my fourth. Actually... Mine's not turning on right now, but I'm hoping that's just because the power went out and I have to physically push the button on it. <laughs> uh, but it's not turning on right now, so I'm a little worried. Uh, but I can't get up and walk over there at the moment. Um, but yeah, mine is... And, and the cool thing was they they fixed and sent back my, my original box. Yeah, that's insane. They did that for my first one. My first oh. 360 they repaired, but like I said, I had a red ring before they were popular. Before they were the in thing. Um, but I'm on my fourth one now. And hmm. I barely use it. That's the funny part. Of it. I mean, when the 360 first came out, I used it quite a lot. I was still playing my PlayStation 2 like crazy, but I was, I was still playing my 360 pretty, pretty regularly. And that's when I got my first red ring about 
uh, it wasn't too long after the system came out. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I've just gone through them, but I barely, I, I haven't had this thing plugged in. I tried it downstairs. That's when I figured out that the VGA cord just would not work on my plasma. Uh, and the, the problem was the component cable I bought, or that came with it, just died. It just doesn't work anymore. Uh, so it's either I move it back up here and play on the VGA, which is way better than the component, or I try the component downstairs, which I guess would be all right, or I get a new 360 with HDMI. And I'm right now I'm not willing hmm. to do that. Well, I'll tell you what. Whatever you do, you have to download Fez and play that because it's fantastic. Yeah, that's one I actually I was interested in, and, and the next time I get on, I'll do that. But I have to go buy a points card because I took all my credit card info off my account when they decided to uh, start oh, yeah. auto auto uh, renewing my Xbox Live Gold every year. Yeah, I never ever put a credit card in there because I didn't trust them from the get go. I don't I think like, I don't nah. think you had a choice back then. No, well, there was something where I, got... I had Xbox Live already from Mech Warrior to or uh, what was the Mech. Uh, it's like a Mech Warrior game, Mech Warrior Two or something, Ghost something or other, and I had Xbox Live for that, and it transferred over to my 360. And I think everything was on there already for that. Or I can't remember anymore. That's back when I lived, hmm. or that's like right after I moved here. Yeah, well, when I got mine, I I immediately put in like I bought the cards. I bought the Xbox, you know the the gold card and then i bought the points cards because i was like there's no way i'm i'm giving them my credit card number i just don't i don't want it stored there because that's when that's when the red rings were just starting to right you know hit big like it was just starting to become a big story and there were rumors that oh the elite is immune to them and um Ah. yeah exactly and uh what was the other thing? And that's when the whole credit card thing started coming up, where they were saying that once you put a credit card in, it's they, it's impossible to get it off of there. Yeah, you ever. had to call them to get it removed. Yeah, you had to go. Which through, I did. You had to jump through hoops to get it removed. Which I did. And well, you know why I did it? My account got hacked. Yeah. Also, there was all the, there were all these charges on my, on there. My bank caught it, and they shut it down right away. And and I called them up, and I you know they're like, oh, we'll fix this, we'll yeah. fix this. I'm like, yeah, take that off my account, by the way. I've been trying to take it off there for half an hour. Oh, yeah, you have to call us to do that. I said, that's bullshit. I, I yeah. just railed into the guy for five minutes, and I said, take it off, give me my credit, please, and I'm done. That's why I just never bothered putting it on there. Uh, I just didn't trust it for some reason. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah, not a fanboy cool. thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really isn't. I mean, that, that's that's been my frustration with the 360, and... and like I said, there are some games I really love on that system. I truly, truly love on that system, and and it it just really annoys me with with some of the practices and and some of the things they do. But also the fact that, like I said, I I have to buy a new system to to have this system do what I want, and that really sucks. That absolutely sucks. And even the HDMI implementation on the newest systems, I believe it, even on the slim, it's not HDCP one point three compliant. Because I know when they ha- when they brought the Elite out, it wasn't. And I don't think they even added that for the Slim. Because I think it was something with the video chip isn't compliant. Hmm. And people say, well, that's no big deal. But actually, with the receiver that I'm probably going to be buying this year, that is a big deal. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a problem. Well, and see, the funny thing is, I, now, this is not going to make a difference in how you game on the PS3. But, well, it could. Uh <laughs> 
you're saying that Microsoft kept adding stuff, adding stuff after the fact, and people could turn around and say, yeah, well, Sony kept taking away stuff after the yeah, fact. But it wasn't about the games. <laughs> Except for the backward compatibility. But I have, yeah, I have and two PS3s that had that. And the only other thing that could become problematic is that they drop down to two USB slots, which, which I become a major pain in the ass for Rock Band and things like that. Yeah, I but. think that's bullshit. I really, I, because I, I have that slim downstairs now, and and that really annoys me now because uh, I always have the camera plugged in. It's just always plugged in. Yeah, exactly. And I, I have a charger, and I, you know, luckily enough, I, I bought those chargers not too long ago, but. Uh, I had to plug in for something. I can't remember what the hell I had to plug in there. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm out of ports. Because I always have my camera in, and I had the other one in there to sync the controllers up to it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Luckily, I've yeah. got a USB port or uh, a hub I can use. But that, like you said, for Rock Band and everything, that sucks. Yeah, it just becomes problematic for stuff like that. But, you know, plus they took away the second HDMI uh, output, those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I it, it's I'm not I'm not saying that Sony does everything perfect either, but I'll tell you what, all the hardware that was on my PS3 the day that it came out is essentially still there except for the USB ports. You know, and and I can plug it in you HDMI, it's fully compliant. Uh I can do full bitstream audio out of the PS3 because of the software update. I've got upconverting DVD. It's still quieter than my 360 ever was. They did take away the SACD compatibility. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Which, who has Super Audio CDs? Well, yeah. I mean, I have, I have that, five but. DTS CDs that all, all work fine, but yeah, SACD but yeah, they really did take that, that away. I think yeah. they did that because it wasn't needed. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the DTS ones are nice, though. I have a really nice Mozart one. So, all right, enough babble. We have another email, right. don't we? Yeah, so, well, but we never even got to this third email. Like, I started this third email, and then we went off on this somehow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even think I got the guy's name out. No, right? you, Tom didn't, you Fallon. didn't get it out there, yeah. <laughs> Tom Fallon says, hi, guys. Hey, guys. First of all, and I know this is a little late, but congrats to Josh and Lou on the birth of little Mason. Aww. Best wishes from down here in Australia. Aw. Down on da. Got to keep him away from you criminals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom, what are you in for? <laughs> <laughs> now to business. It's tax return time here. Oh, come on. This was, your, this was the money you made in prison, isn't it? <laughs> 37 cents a day to wash clothes. We know. <laughs> That's, I mean, we're Americans. That's our understanding is that uh, uh, Australians were all prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and we were kicked out of we're every country We're not the only ones. On every time I watch yeah. Top Gear, they're always ripping on Australia for being the prison, prison state, so. <laughs> okay. So, I'm planning on using my return to finally purchase a PS Vita. I was wondering what you guys thought in regards to what games are the best to get straight away or whether it's worth to save my pennies and wait for an upcoming title. Thanks, Tom Fallon. Hail, baby. And PPS, yes, Josh, we did get the Ballad of Gay Tony in Australia. Nice. Nice. Did you get the full frontal cock? That's all you care about. You crave that (laughs) cock, don't you? That's the question. Can't get enough of the Gay Tony cock. Love the cock. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have it all the time. <laughs> Two fatties and a skinny one. 
Uh, All Star, so, Hot Shots Golf, Wipeout 2048, Uncharted's really good, Unit 13's really good. Go. I'd say really it depends on what you like. Yeah. You know? It depends on what you like, what you want to play. There are, I think there are enough out there uh, spread across enough different genres that uh, you can find something that you're really going to enjoy. Definitely. Uh, Gravity Rush uh, could be something you'd enjoy. You should try the demo yeah. uh, when you get that. Yeah. That's the other thing. There are a bunch of demos for not everything, but there are demos for a lot of these things. So I'd say the first thing you should do is just download a bunch of demos. Stardust Delta, Luminous. Check them all out. Yeah, see what see what you really like and then go from there because uh, that's the easiest way to do it. And you're going to hit pretty much everything at that point between... Yeah. You know, the Pinball Arcade is on there. Uh, Tales from Space, Mutant Blobs Attack is on Which there. Which is a must-buy. Yeah. Sim Pinball Ray 2 Man, will be soon. Rayman Origins. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus is pretty freaking awesome if you like Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot on there. Check the demos out first and and make I, your decision based on that because that's the easiest way to do it. I would say you're um, you're safe in buying it unless you're going specifically for first person shooters or there's not a lot of sports yet, but there's gonna be a lot of sports. I mean unless you like MLB. But there's a lot to choose from and, and don't forget, well, I mean a lot FIFA. of well FIFA is fucking phenomenal on the Vita. FIFA is phenomenal, yeah. Um but I mean a lot of the PSP, especially RPGs if you're into RPGs, a lot of those work on there. And also uh, firmware, oh, uh, what is it, 1.80 is 1. coming out this 8. summer that's going to yeah. add support for a bunch of the PS1 games, and they're going to continue adding more PS1 games throughout the summer. So you're going to have that backward compatibility as well. But, I mean, the PSP stuff, when you get it on there, looks so goddamn good. Gra- oh, that's the one I forgot. I put Gravity Crash, the PSP one, on the Vita. Fucking A is it good. Yeah. Because you, you remap the yeah. four face buttons to the right stick. Holy shit, is it good? It looks yeah, it so works good very nicely. screen, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it, it literally looks like it's made for the Vita. I'm not kidding. Like, if you wouldn't tell me that that's a PSP version, I would have gone, oh, man, you, did, you guys did a great job on the Vita. Yeah. It, there's a lot to choose from, Tom. I don't think you're going to be lacking for games. I don't care how many people keep saying, we need more games for the Vita. First off, those people are insane, and they have way too much money in their pockets, and they should send that all to us. There's a Donate Now button on the front page of our website. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't think you're going to be lacking for any Vita games. Yeah, Seriously. I don't have anywhere near all the games that are on the Vita, but I have 25 games for it right now. <laughs> I think I'm like up like 40-something. Holy and shit. And I have a 32-gig card, and I'm, yeah, I'm way up there. You might have every game there is. No, <laughs> I don't have... forty something. Well, no, I don't have... Um, what, do I, what don't I have? I don't have Rayman Origins yet. I don't have Gravity Rush. Um, I don't have FIFA. Or do I? No, I gave that away. Um, there's a couple more I don't have. Huh. But then I also have a bunch of... Uh, v, uh, P, uh, PSP games on there, and I've got, oh yeah, I don't count the PSP game. I'm talking Vita I'm a, games. I'm at like only. seven, seven or eight screens right now. Oh yeah, I hit ten screens, but that's because of the way I spread things out. Here, that's here, because here. of the way I'm I organize things. 
<laughs> talking full screen. We well, go. you got all the apps and everything too, though, and, and that. So you got your app. Vita organization, where I've got two screens are just card-based games, Jesus and two screens Christ. are uh, download games only. <laughs> And then there's another screen, which is like the AR games and stuff like that. Oh, that's what I don't have yet. I don't have the the, the new couple, the, the last two AR games I didn't buy yet, because uh, I don't know if I'll ever mess with that stuff. Yeah, I just got the free ones. I didn't buy any of them. Yeah. Because I hardly ever use the free ones, so, yeah, I didn't bother. Yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of, uh, of cash and stuff... Uh, Extra life prizes, the ones I have left, uh, I've taken them over to my friend's house and we're setting up their garage with a big table and everything. And I bought a, a digital scale and I have a label printer and we're going to be pre-metering everything hopefully on Thursday. We're supposed to be yesterday and then I had to work. So I'm uh, going to try to start getting everything else sent out in bulk like within the next couple of weeks. Uh, wallet depending. So uh, however much I can afford to send out in this first batch. Uh, we'll get that stuff out, and then uh, when uh, my next paycheck, I'll try to get the rest out. Uh, there were two outstanding ones. I actually talked to Chris, who won the Uncharted 3 thing, and he never got it, because Sony was supposed to send it. So uh, i got to call them again and talk to them. And also, uh, I don't have the name in front of me, but whoever won the uh, signed God of War 3, I did not forget about you. I've actually been bugging Stig about it. Uh, he that moved desks. Yeah, right. He moved desks, and uh, I saw him at E3, and I, I was like, hey, dude, did you ever get that? Did you, did you get it lost in the mail? He goes, all of a sudden, you get to see it in his face. He's like, oh. He goes, no, I got it. And then I moved desks, and, I, and it's still in a box somewhere. I'm like, dude, you got to send that to me. He goes, all right, all right. He goes, yeah, yeah, you need to email me. So uh, that is out of my hands, but I'll email Stig as many times as I can and, and give him shit. So, yeah. But Extra Life, that stuff's going to go out damn soon because I feel terrible about it, and I just haven't been able to get everything out the way I wanted to. So... My friends offered to help and get everything boxed up for me, and I'm trying to automate the process as much as possible. So I created a UPS account and uh, got everything linked there, and uh, we built up some ad money. And uh, like I said, I bought a digital scale. So now the DEA is probably outside my house right now waiting for uh, for a warrant to come in here and make sure that I'm not selling pot out of the house. Uh, but yeah. I waiting for a warrant? What are you, nuts? This is yeah, America. That's true. Wait Patriot for Act, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> So, see, now we've even ripped on the U.S. There we go. We, we've hit everybody. Uh, Come but full no, circle. I, I, I really feel bad, and I apologize that I haven't gotten all that stuff out yet, but I, I've definitely bitten off more than I could chew with that. And that's why we wanted to do, like, less prizes this last year, like, bigger prizes. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. We got some really big ones, but then they just kept sending bigger prizes. I'm like, we don't need this much. But I'm not going to say no. I mean, if somebody's offering to send a prize out for free, I'm not going to say no, you know? So, ugh. Anyway. I feel terrible. Okay. Uh, that's it. Wow. And we thought it was going to be a that's short it. one this week. Yeah, it almost was. <laughs> then I had to get on my fucking jag about the Xbox and... Ah, uh, fucking... Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Fucking fanboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though I can bitch about PlayStation for a while, too. All right. Uh, a lot of different ways you can get a hold of us, folks. Uh, use that Contact Us button on the, on the website. That's totally fine. All three emails that we read this week were... Sent that way, actually. So uh, you can do that, or you can email us at podcast at psnation.org. Uh, or you can go over to the forums and hit us up there. If you go to podcast.psnation, or psnation.org, hit the forums button on the top. They'll take you to our awesome, awesome forums. Uh, as uh, Lady, Lady Hawk said the other day, over 400 souls 
are over on the forums now. So we uh, continue to grow. We keep, continue to get new registrations every day. Totally free, completely easy. Josh made it really, really easy uh, to register for that and uh, very, very active on our forums. And I can't thank everyone enough. It's so freaking awesome. Uh, also, you can uh, leave us a voicemail a couple of different ways. You can call our regular voicemail line at 715-502-9773. Standard long distance rates apply. And that won't cut you off at three minutes. Or you can call Skype, uh, just call us at WDT-Torgo and leave a vo- voicemail that way. Or you can go old school and send us an MP3, but it better be good quality. Uh, you can also look for us on our Facebook group. Shh, oh, wait, shit, Josh is here. Uh, just go to Facebook, type in PS Nation, and you can uh, join up over there as well. Why <clears> would you do that? I, That's just Because dumb. maybe, you know what, I think the people that join our Facebook group are people that don't want to talk to you, Josh. Why would anybody not want to talk to me? I mean, I'm I don't know. Great. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Josh is actually on the forums, just letting people know. Like, if you want to talk to Josh. I really am. He's on the forums. Like, actively on the forums. So You know what? Saying. Actually, now, now here's something. I tried to. I was up feeding... The, the exalted one baby. the other night at three in the morning and I looked at my phone and I saw that uh, somebody had just had a baby. You know, it was one of those oh, was, Facebook uh, postings. It was, uh, shit, I should Vitaly. know. Vitaly Scalfus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Congrats, sir. And he, you know, he posted it to Facebook and it came through my email because it's it's coming through the Facebook thing. And I remember you saying, oh, you can just reply to that email and it posts. And I was like, yep. oh. So I tried that. So I replied to the email and, you know, congratulated and everything. And I'm up feeding, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, put the phone down. And I wake up the next oh, morning. The email? I look at the phone and it says, oh, we couldn't post this because the your email is not attached and blah, 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 blah. Oh, you're on a different like, email oh, fuck address. you. You know, so I, no, that's just not going to work. Every chance you get to bitch. Every chance I get to have something work for me and it doesn't because Facebook sucks. Thank you. Every chance you get. Facebook sucks. Thank you. I will say our forums works really well on a a smartphone because we don't have Tapatalk, but it's got that mobile theme on it. It's really, really quick and it's very easy to use. I'm yep. impressed with that. Yeah, works way better than I thought it would. So, and the nice thing is, unlike Tapatalk, you'll actually still get image quality, or you'll get images and everything in the posts, and they look great and they load really quick. So, really cool. Don't forget to check us out on Stitcher if you use Stitcher. We are out there for streaming. If you want, just go over to the PlayStation section. We're right there. Uh, you can also go over to Retroids and check out our podcast network with all the different podcasts over there. Uh, check those guys out. They work really hard as well. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at PJF Josh, PJF as in Frank Josh, or the main account at PS3Nation, where all the writers are actually tweeting. So that's not always me tweeting, folks. The writers are tweeting, too, sometimes, when they remember. <laughs> hint, hint. Anyway, uh, you can also check us out, uh, of course, on PSNation.org. Check it out. We got a lot of different stuff going up there, trying to post news every day. Uh, and also, like I said, really easy to get to the forums there. So... Uh, check out our uh, sponsors over at audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. Uh, sign up for the free trial. Uh, you get a chance to choose out of over 100,000 audiobooks. And guess what? Through this deal, when you register at audiblepodcast.com slash psnation, you get to keep the book even if you don't keep the account uh, when, when the time expires. So you get to keep something. 
helps us out no matter what. If you quit, it still helps us out. We we get money. We it, it pays the bills. It keeps the lights on around here. And honestly, we're gonna have to start begging more because I think we're gonna have to go for a better server for our website. Not sure yet. Uh, yeah, it's gonna get really expensive. I think. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, also, you can check out our merch store over at zazzle.com slash psnation. You can find t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, all kinds of kick-ass stuff, and all of it is customizable. So whatever you see there, if you want to change it a little bit, you want to put your name on it, maybe want to put a different image besides our uh, logo on there, whatever, go ahead. Uh, it still helps us out a little bit uh, in the money department. Don't forget, It Is Written's new album's out. The links are in the show notes. It's a really good album. And also, uh, the that... that <clears throat> oh, for... Uh, what is it called? The pixelated one. Uh, the new Pixel Junk record from High Frequency Bandwidth is out. It's really uh, freaking good. I listen to it a lot. <laughs> Sidetracks, that's what it's called. So it's basically music that's based on Pixel Junk Shooter, and there's some new tracks in there as well, but it is fantastic if you like video game music. These guys are really good. I've got it in my general playlist now. It's really good. And I don't like video game music that much. So, uh, anything else? We done? We out of here? We're done. All right. Uh, well, thanks a lot for taking a beat and everyone. Uh, suck at England, as I said, because tomorrow is Independence Day and we, uh, we are declaring our independence one more time. So I'm going to take some iced tea and throw it out on the street, you know, like dumping one out for my homie. And, uh, we love you. <laughs> oh, I might be coming to Europe next year, by the way. I might be taking a trip to Europe. Oh. Actually, it's pretty damn. That'll be the first podcast I miss, probably. Because I think we're going to be going for ten days. Oh my! Yeah, so we're gonna. My buddy did this in 2010. Uh, we're going to be going. I don't know yet. We haven't made the plans, but they went to like France and Belgium, and and they kind of mix it in. Like they go to war sites, like battle sites for World War One and World War Two, and then they find somewhere to have some really good beer. <laughs> Isn't that? the entire continent well pretty much but uh <laughs> they they kind of follow we're kind of following uh originally where like some of the battles for the uh from band of brothers happened and then they kind okay. of straight off so, and everything yeah all right and you can see all the places the french surrendered and oh. <laughs> <laughs> we surrender uh kidding no, uh, no but, uh, my buddy paul listens oh. to the show and and uh, he's a great friend of mine uh, he actually helped us with extra life this last year and uh I just kind of finally decided I'm going to Europe with these guys because I'm I'm going to be 40 in less than a month here, and uh, I think I need to start getting getting out a little bit more and doing some stuff. So I really want to go too. It, the problem is I think it's like like the end of May, which means E3 is like two weeks after I get back. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh god, that'll work out well. Work, work is going to hate me. So yeah, I uh, I can't wait. So. Who knows? Maybe I don't think I'll be able to do any podcasting over there just because it'll be from their blog that they kept the journal of the whole trip. I think we're going to be pretty busy every day, but yeah, that might be the first podcast I miss. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be weird. So, mm. all right, let's get the frig out of here. Cause I got tomorrow off, which means I'm staying up late and gaming. I don't know about you. Yeah. I'm staying up late and changing diapers. Yeah. Don't forget to breastfeed. You, you can do I that try. as a father, well, He right? breaches right. for my boob all the time, and I'm like, dude. I always think of Stewie when uh, Peter sticks <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Enough mumbling, enough babbling. Let's get the frig out of here. Uh, thanks for putting up with us this week again, folks. Uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a great week. And uh, to you, you United States citizens, happy 4th of July. Yes.
and of the rest of the world, suck it. Bite us. <laughs> Especially you, England. That's <laughs> what you get. Yeah. Tax us without representation. Yeah. That still hurts. <laughs> Gotta represent if you're gonna tax, yo. <laughs> I love talking about the Warren Commission. I love talking about Kennedy assassination. I really love it, man. I was just down in Dallas, Texas. And uh, you can actually go to the school book depository on the sixth floor. It's a museum called the Assassination Museum. And they have the window set up to look exactly like it did on that day. And it's really accurate because Oswald's not in it. (laughs) incredible painstaking detail I don't know who did the research but I applaud them but it's true it's called the sniper's nest and the you know the boxes are set up it's glassed in you can't actually get to the window and the reason they did that of course is they didn't want thousands of tourists every year you know coming through to the window going no way (laughs) yeah that would have started this truth inertia happening (laughs) who knows what it stopped but there's no way I mean you can get to the window next to it and you look down and you go I can't even see the fucking road from here man there's a tree right here there's no way unless Oswald was hanging by his toes (laughs) upside down from the window ledge surely someone would have seen that Either that or some pigeons grabbed onto him and flew him over the motorcade. You know, there was rumors of anti-Castro pigeons seen drinking in bars the week before the assassination. Someone overheard them saying, coo, coo, coo. I'm the only one in the world, by the way, with an assassination pun. I rarely toot my own horn, but... What do you think? Leather jacket, hot lights? Good call? (laughs) 700 fucking degrees. (laughs) Quick impression? Keith Richards. But I love talking about Kennedy assassination. People say to me, it's so weird, you wouldn't believe the attitude in America. Bill, quit talking about Kennedy, man. Let it go. Okay, it was a long time ago. Would you just forget it? I'm like, all right, then don't bring up Jesus to me. <laughs> oh, as long as we're talking shelf life here. Bill, you know, Jesus died for... Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. Let it go. Forget about it. How about this? Let's get Pilate to release the fucking files. Quit washing your hands and release the piles, Violet. Piles, Violet. Piles, Violet. Don't worry, don't worry. Release them.